This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 288. I'm Jason. And I don't think anyone else is here. Somebody here? I hear somebody chewing. Mm. Is that you? That was my marshmallow moon cookie. Oh, you weren't here? Blake's here. No, I got a lot of making up to do. I know. Making out to do? Making Uh, up. Ooh, how you doing? Hey. Nothing like Oreo breath. (laughs) I'm sitting way over here. Yeah, how you doing? Doing all right. Jeff's on his way. But we decided to start without him because yeah. it's eight. It's eight twenty, and we usually start at eight ten. So you know what? Dude, Screw him. It's eight twenty, dude. Yeah, that's four twenty. Yeah, but ours is podcasting, man. Yeah, double it. Right, that'd be eight. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be eight forty. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Uh, two of us are back. Um, Blake, and we're pretty excited to be here because we have not podcast the regular three of us. In you know, a very, very long time. That's what happens when you have very important people on summer schedules. Yes. Or for me, I had uh, my youngest son was sick again. <laughs> or people with children. Yes. Prone to illness. <sighs> He's prone to something. Mm. So it was uh, a little rough last week, at last Tuesday for me. So, uh, But he's doing better now. He is. He is. Uh, he went through two hours of testing last Tuesday. Uh, I left work early to go see him. And, um, yeah, it was... Uh, it's a rough day. Everything worked out great, but the testing was okay. And then he had to go back the following day for more tests. So everything turned out all right, mm. but uh, it was not a fun day. That's good. So, uh, But I did get to watch the World Cup then. Oh, that's excellent. Now, yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. Uh, my oldest son watched it. Uh, I had my youngest son on my chest. Mm. Uh, he was kind of going in and out napping after a long day. Yeah. And uh, I was going on three hours of sleep, so yeah. I was going in and out of sleep as well. That was pretty cool. Uh, I think at one point I snored. Uh, supposedly my mother-in-law came by, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, hey, that's all right. And you woke up, and the Americans were winning. I did. They did. <laughs> it was a great World Cup. 
Yeah, it was a good World Cup. It was in France. I mean, if you're going to go mm-hmm. uh, travel to a country and watch World Cup, you know, France would be a nice destination. Uh, Qatar is probably not the one you want to go to. No. Is that next time in two years? That's the men's. Yeah, in two years, right? Yeah, it's the men's. I don't think they would let women play in Or is Qatar. that next year? That's 2020, isn't it? Yeah. Or it's next year. Yeah, because it's, it's the year after yeah, the women's. Yeah, because they're behind schedule, and it's in the middle of the Premier League's. And all the clubs are pissed off. But, you know, you bribe the right people in FIFA with enough money. There's no bribery you in can FIFA. Have, you're going to have a soccer tournament in uh, probably the worst places to have a soccer tournament. And you're playing at night. Do you think that's worse or Antarctica? Which uh, one do you think would be worse? Well, you... Uh, you got to wear a jacket if you're in Antarctica. There are polar bears in Antarctica, right? Is there? And there's the thing. That is the thing. Yeah, that is true. So you got to be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. If Kurt Russell shows up, run away. Yeah. Um, Which should be a good advice for anybody. If Kurt Russell shows up, (laughs) just run away. (laughs) Nothing good can come from it. Exactly. Or it's either that is going to impregnate your mom. Oh, and then kill her. Yeah. (laughs) Universe spawn. (laughs) I am the planet. Yeah. You know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was on last night. The first one. Yeah. I really love that movie. I watched the last 45 minutes of it, and God, oh, I was really going to say, 2 was on, like, in the past week. That's why what? I'm making the Kurt Russell 2 was jokes. a little weird. 2 yeah. was a little weird. It was a little weird. I, I watched the little bit in bits and pieces, and I'm like, yeah, it's kind of weird. I didn't I mean, like... At, at the time, you're like, ooh, Kurt Russell. Now yeah. you watch it again, you're like, mm, that's weird. Yeah, and I didn't like that they split up the guys, the team, so much. Yeah. That was my other issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, back to World Cup. Yeah, anyways. Um, good job, England. Thanks for coming in third. Did they win the, the consolation prize? No, Sweden. Oh, well, well done. Sweden, yeah. Well done, England. You get the ribbon, the participation ribbon. Ew, I do say, you cheeky. Well, I don't want to call them the It's C-words. on a muffin. That's yes. what it is. It's it on is. a muffin. Have your tea and crumpets. Ah, and fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff's here. Welcome to episode 288. You can't sabotage us. Well, I missed the beginning, so I'm giving my beginning. Hi, Jeff. Hello. Hello. Three-fourths of us are back. Yay. Did, you, did Jim have to watch the All-Star game tonight? That wasn't his excuse. I don't know if that was the real reason. He got too drunk at golf. He said he uh, was too sore from walking at golf today. To podcast? <laughs> and that's code for I got too drunk at golf. <laughs> Uh, you sit down at podcast. <laughs> Don't you drive carts? Who the fuck he, walks he walk, a golf course? Who wh- in this heat? Why would you? Uh, I don't understand why you you would want to golf if you're using a golf cart. Because the reason is to get out and walk. No, no, it's not. It's to drive around in a golf cart and drink beer. The I don't need golf to do that. He's got a point. Uh, my thing is, wa- golf, the purpose is to drive around a golf cart and get more aggravated about yourself as the day goes on. You can legally drink and drive. No, I don't think you're legal. I don't think you- <laughs> As don't long think- as you don't get caught. Oh, okay. If you, you can legally do a lot of things as long as you don't get caught. Yeah. You could legally commit mass murder as long as you don't get caught. Yeah. It's not illegal until you're caught. Yeah. Anyway. Although I'm not suggesting anyone do that. No. I'm not a lawyer. This is not real legal <laughs> advice. <laughs> Anyways, so we're back, and it feels good. 
It feels good. We've all last three weeks we have not had the original crew back. Reunited. All I know is I've been here so good. all three weeks. I appreciate you, Jeff. Oh, thanks. He's getting a new haircut, mohawk. I just recut the I like old it. one. I do like you with the mohawk. I I, I got a new uh, clippers. It's it's really nice. So oh, it, it's kind of like curved shape, so mm-hmm. it fits your head and it's. Uh, rechargeable mm-hmm. and it fits right in the palm of your hand, so it it's like ergonomic. Is it a everything. hedge trimmer? No, you probably get a good cut there. Yeah, I would probably cut my finger off like uh, Doctor Bednar. Well, that's just because he's a moron. Hey, let's put my finger out there. Uh, gardening shears. I'm a guitarist. Let's put my fingers there. Anyway, <laughs> stick my finger in that. Um, we were talking about the World Cup. When was uh, the World uh, Cup? Okay. Um, it happened. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, I think my son watched about 23 games, so yeah. that was fun. Uh, he's finally in the age now that he's really like it. He said he actually liked it better than the men's. Uh, he thought it was more exciting than the men's uh, soccer, and I don't disagree with him. Well, for the day, I think the more exciting actual soccer was USA-Mexico. Oh, the, Did you uh, watch any of that? No, I did not. It was actually very fast-paced. and Mexico won again. Oh, Mexico. They swarmed over the borders. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Down Down the hall, Mexico. (laughs) If only we had a wall. (laughs) (laughs) We had our chances to stop them, but they just kept pressing. (laughs) They just put a wall in midfield. (laughs) You can't get by. (laughs) We are the wall. (laughs) Well, just so it's not the Guatemalans, I suppose. Hey, down the hall. Yeah, that was Tata's strategy, was to press forward and swarm everybody, and it worked. They really upset the uh, passing of the U.S. I mean, you couldn't find any answer for it in the swarm, midfield. Swarm, swarm, Couldn't connect on the second or third pass. They, they pressed so much, and, well, it was a very good game, high intensity, a lot better than, I think, the USA, Holland's, you know, Nederlanda, you know, uh, Women's World. World Cup game match. It was a hell of a save for the uh, World Cup, though. Yeah, it was. Um, the, uh, the goalie. Yeah, it was a nice yeah. play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, uh, I did have a couple corrections. I listened to your episode last week. I have a couple corrections. Uh, everything is true. Well, actually, there's not really corrections. I was just helping you out with more information. Oh, okay. Uh, you were talking about Mouse Guard, Jim was? Yes. The Did you watch it? No. Oh, you should. Today in the mail, my mm. own copy of the first issue, the first uh, graphic novel of Mouse Guard came. Ooh, is that a you? hardcover? Yeah. Ooh. Fall 1152. By David Peterson. Uh, I got through about 20 pages before I had to leave. Really enjoy it. Do you have to read that? You do. It is. The no arts. pictures? Yeah, there's pictures. Shut up. <laughs> there, it's beautiful pictures. So. It's a graphic novella. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, if you guys there's are no words. at home could see this. There's no words. I'll, I'll be putting it up well, here. They're mice. Mice can't speak. There's no just words. Say squeak, squeak, squeak. Or eek, eek, eek. So what I like about it, it's, cheese, cheese, cheese. J- Jim is right. It's kind of uh, Game of Thrones mixed with Dungeons and Dragons. Um, kind of everything mixed in. Basically, the mouse guard, um, the mouse <laughs> mice are obviously the smallest of all the creatures. So oh, they get, obviously, it's tough for them really? to. Would you shut up? It's tough for them to transport to and from different cities. So they hide the cities like into little trees and all that stuff. And the mouse guard help. Uh, escort people back and forth. Uh, escort the mice, sorry, back and forth. Little Templar mice. Yes, it is kind of very Templar. The mice Templar. The mice Templar. So, in the first uh, book, uh, there's a uh, trader in it. Uh, but then there's a, a whole... trader is in someone who trades goods or someone who betrays... Traitor. Okay. Traitor uh, in the mouse guard. So, it's really cool, though. I mean, um, 
from everything that I was reading online and that the mythology and that he builds a pretty big mythology. Um, and I think there's three books so far. He's come out. With, I think he's coming out with another one. I'm not hundred percent sure. And then there's also other side books of mice sitting in a bar telling stories and all of them are fake except for one or vice versa. One of them is fake and the rest is real. So they're all telling these stories and that adds on to this mythology of this world. So, um, I liked it. Th- I- I've liked it so far. Uh, I love the mouse guard, uh, CGI animation. Uh, it cost a hundred million they've, uh, to make. And, and they have nothing to show for it. Well, they do have something to show for it, but well, Disney won't release it. Oh, so it's done. No, it's not done. Yeah. But, okay. but they spent a hundred million dollars. They say it was, it was going to cost a hundred million to do this. Oh, it's going it's straight going to, to live cost. animation. Yes. <laughs> like Lion King. <laughs> It's going to cost, or it already has cost. I don't know exactly how much it's cost yet, but I kept hearing it was around $100 million so far. So I'm like, if you're $100 million in, aren't you pretty much pot committed? No. It looks beautiful. Not if you're Disney. It's like a dime. It looks really well done. Uh, I'm hoping Amazon and Netflix pick it up. Um, so we'll see. Netflix put, did $120 million on the lowdown, or whatever that was called, uh, that TV series that I they made. That the was. musical one. They spent $100 million on the first season. You can fucking do this on the mice. Make it a series. Yeah. Fuckers. Okay, other corrections or? I don't remember the rest. Oh, okay. Stupid concussions. So, but thanks. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> but I was excited, though. I got my mouse guard book today. So. Cool. Uh, anything you, else going on, guys? You were complaining about my mispronunciations. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I read not Twitter. So easy, not so easy to read. I don't, uh, even remember, sto- I don't even remember mispronouncing anything, but... I don't remember it now, again, concussions, <laughs> but uh, it's not so easy to read. You sure, this. sure it wasn't Jim who mispronounced it? I think things? you both did, actually. Well, I know he did, because yeah, I Yeah, and you him. did, too. But so I just want to let you know, it's not so easy reading the outline sometimes. Yeah, the biggest thing is we don't say, oh, it's our speech impediment. Because you don't have one. You don't know how you it is. You don't have one, either. It, it, also, yes, it also helps that things are spelled correctly on this Well, outline. that's Hackney. That's intern Hackney's fault. Yeah. Yeah, do I have a copy of the... Uh, oh, yeah, I guess you should have an outline. Here you go. And where, where's the outline where it said, uh, hey, everybody pick on Elizabeth Banks. What are you picking on my girl for? Because she's not good as a game show host. So turn but, the volume off and just look at her. But you asked why they were picking on her. It's because she's not good as a game show host. I mean... She's not. She's I not. don't know. I still have yet to see the show. So. Me neither, don't. but I can fantasize about it. Don't. I can fantasize me up there. I'm looking at her. I'm saying... No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. All I do is turn on the 40-year-old virgin and watch her sit in a bathtub. That's much better. Ooh. Much better. I do the same thing when I watch Joel yeah. McHale in a bathtub. Mm. Who? That's Joel McHale. Mm. Well, if you're into that kind of thing. Hey, nothing wrong with that. No. Um, Card Shark is still enjoyable. But I think Elizabeth Banks has a better curvaceous mm. bathtub body. Did you? <laughs> did you watch any movies this week? Since I haven't seen you, I mean, I wanted I wanted to see Spider Man Far From Home Sunday, but unfortunately, I couldn't do that in between. I couldn't book in that in between the two big soccer matches of the day, and then like familial obligations. Mm -hmm. I've not seen Spider Man Far From Home. Jeff did. Yeah, I know. You guys are bragging about it. How was Rubbing it? Rubbing in my oh, face as I'm listening to the it? podcast. Oh, we got tickets for 4th of July. We got tickets for 4th of July. Ha ha, cinema people. We're going to make you work on the holiday. Your point being? I'm jealous. The, the, <laughs> see, as that cinema person who had to work on the holiday, I was gonna be, they're going to be there regardless of if I showed up or not. 
So they were already there. So steal a tub of popcorn. So give your non-spoiler review. Non-spoiler review. Of Spider-Man Far From Home. There you go, now, Michael Lee. I understand there's a lot of Easter eggs in there. Are you allowed to spoil some of these Easter eggs in regards to the MCU and possible future? I don't know. I it Don't spoil the after credits. I don't have anything to spoil. I mean, it was it was a movie. Really? You yeah. like did you like it? It was very plain. I mean, there wasn't anything great. I mean, when we left the movie theater, we weren't really talking about the movie. So on a good bad scale, but it wasn't bad. I mean, there's nothing Not bad. bad about it. Homecoming was better. Homecoming was, was much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how was Mysterio? They did Mysterio well. I mean, okay. How was Jill and Hall with that? Yeah, he was fine. Okay. I mean, it, fine. That's my review. Whatever. <laughs> That's gonna be on the movie it was, poster. It was Jeff fine. from Hobie says fine. fine. There was non-spoiler no, no, review. Nothing fine. that stood out good or bad. Good. What you watch it on cable? Yeah. Okay, because that's a bar because uh, they replayed the Amazing Spider-Man one and two this week. Oh, it's better than those. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. At one point, I turned it on and I saw the lizard, and I was like, "Oh!" oh. And then they're like, "Next is Electro, uh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man two. Nope, not watching that. Delete. Yeah, out. I'm out. Um, that's that's kind of disappointing. I mean. Because me and you yeah. usually agree on comic book movies, pretty yeah. good. I mean, it's it. it I don't know. I I, I want to like the movie. I don't dislike the movie. But there's nothing about it that makes me say, "Wow, I'm glad it was there." And it really. I mean, it had some good parts to it. It had some laughs, but overall, it just was. How's Ned? Ned was good, but overall, I mean, they kind of went with that character where they could go. I mean, yeah. Did Tom Holland, uh, is he still doing a good job? Yeah, Tom Holland was great. I have nothing bad to say about his performance. Who's all. your favorite Spider-Man? Tofer, uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland. Uh, okay. I like Andrew Garfield. He might be my second. No. I mean, I didn't dislike anybody like that Andrew played Garfield. Spider-Man. They weren't the reason, like, the you know, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield wasn't the reason that those films were bad. No, 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 no. No, I like Tobey Maguire better. Yeah, but it doesn't age well, and we'll get to that question really? later. Really? Because I haven't seen them in a while, but I do remember do. They like were them. on this week too. No, they're tough. We'll oh, get anyways, to them, man. In, in I can't feedback. What right. movie are you gonna watch this week? Uh, what was that movie I wanted to see? Midsummer. No, that's pretty fucked up. I read the spoilers on that. The oh, whole synopsis. Read the spoilers. Oh, oh, oh I knew it was never going. Well, to see they it. said it was pretty good. It's pretty fucked up. I'd like to go see it, but I, I'm gonna have to do that on my own. There was something out there I wanted right. to see, but I don't even remember what it was now. Oh, exactly. We'll get so to that in box office news. Yeah, stay tuned for Jeff's riveting reviews. Oh yeah, next yesterday. Week. That's the movie I want to see. My parents saw that hey, yesterday. Yeah, it's you know I'm gonna spoil it for you. There's Beatles music in that. I know. I, I think that was given away by the title. Oh, I thought that was just something that happened in the past. Oh. <laughs> um, boo. Just boo. Speaking of stuff that happened in the past, you know, we were supposed to have Jason C. Brown on before the uh, next segment, uh, next segments of the uh, Drunk History resumed on Comedy Central. I do agree. Um, and it just wrapped up <laughs> this past week. <laughs> Well, that was quick. <laughs> it was, it was like it three was, episodes? Oh, this is, I think there were six. It just wrapped up, I believe, with Fame. You know, it was pretty good. It was probably fame, the best you know, one. Like, 
The musical? Hey, I'm gonna live no, no, no. Just, you know, just, just <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I couldn't think of the song from it. <laughs> uh, just things just dealing with uh, fame. You know, I had uh, in regards to uh, Eartha Kitt, you mm-hmm. know, Catwoman, and then uh, the obsession the famous she had. dog and all that kind of fun Kato stuff. Kato Kalin in it. Yeah. Well, it's all good. Was Kato Kalin in it? I can't remember if that was, if that was him. I didn't recognize oh, him. Okay. Did the Eartha Kitt segment have anything about Pierce Hawthorne? No. Okay. No, it was how Eartha Kitt got blackballed by the... Uh, Johnson administration, Lady Bird Johnson. Oh, that bitch. You know, so yeah, so now I, I remember it because I'm, I'm sitting there going, yeah, Eartha Kitt, she was like the first cat woman, right? And then she got replaced eventually, right? Or no? There's three cat women. There's three cat women. I think she was the middle. She was middle. Now, if I went, oh, she was the middle. Now, if I went to the expo, what's her name was there a couple years ago, right? Mm hmm. Yes. The Who? one cat woman. Which one? Oh, dang it. Don't make me wasn't look it Julie up. Wasn't Julie Newmar, was it? No. The I'll get it. I'll was, get it. Keep going. It was that one. Yes. Good job, Jeff. Get, or Jim Blake, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all uh, flustered. He's not even listening to you. Uh, uh, no, I'm not. Sorry. Guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. That was, that was pretty rude. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Hold on. Let me give you a non-spoiler review of the drunk history. It was good. <laughs> We did. Uh, we've been uh, kind of in and out of, uh, you know, we haven't had our usual Hobie self the last couple of weeks, so that's why. Yeah. So um, so that's that's one of the reasons. So We had to go on location a couple of times. You did. You did. Uh, mm. I'm kind of upset that um, Jeff Morris, is, Scab Jeff, is using fudge rounds to catch mice, zombie mice, because I'll be honest, you don't waste fudge rounds with mice. He's not... He- Oh, yeah, he did say he put them yeah. in the trap, didn't he? Yeah. Well, but that's what they're going after. I'll rip my own skin off, too, if I was getting fudge rounds. <laughs> oh, fudge mm. rounds. Mm. I mean, he was trying to save the fudge rounds by sacrificing one. To no, save it's not them. worth it. It's not worth it. Let the mice overtake your house. Just <laughs> save the fudge rounds. Oh, the big fudge rounds, too. They're good. Mm-hmm. So We have a little quickie mart in our, uh, my company where I work downstairs, and uh, unfortunately, every day... Well, not every day, but when I go in and I get breakfast, I go down there, I'm like, oh, they sell out of the fudge rounds before I get there every single day. Well, that's good. It is. It is. It's better for me. It reduces your sugar and color. I have my intake. granola bar instead, so my, right. my, my, all, my organic natural one. But I do want a fudge round one day. Damn it, those are good. Uh, I saw Toy Story 4. With I the heard fam. you saw Toy Story Yeah, you almost before. ran me over in the parking lot coming out. I didn't almost do anything. I was sitting in the back seat. He was trying to hit you. His his, his sister he was. Missed. Uh Yeah, it was funny. We were coming out, my family. And we're there, and You're we're, coming out, and you're walking in the middle of a parking spot that someone's trying to park in. And I'm like, and I looked at my wife. I was like, who's this asshole? Oh, that's Jeff. <laughs> Jeff and Jim in the house. Um, anyways, uh, you know what, Jeff? I'll go with your Spider-Man review. It's fine. <laughs> that's how Toy Story 4 was. It was, um, Woody wasn't kind of annoying. How was Forky? Forky, I thought was going to be annoying, was not. I really liked Forky. Forky, not annoying. Not annoying. That's the. Uh, they the didn't poster. do much with anybody else in it, though. That's the thing. Uh, Bo Peep? Bo Peep had. I'm talking the original. Uh, oh. I'm sorry, she is original. Uh, I'm talking Buzz and Bonnie's, you know, uh, toys. Uh, toys. They weren't really did much. Uh, they had a. There's two main areas of scenes. Uh, the carnival and the antique shop and the mobile, the RV that they're driving in. Uh, the antique shop and the toy, the carnival could have had great execution. You, you could have done a really good job with them if you built on it. They didn't really do much with them. 
Um, the carnival, I think they were in it for five minutes. And I'm like, oh, well, that had a lot of... The ads made it look like the carnival was going to be the most. Yeah, and it wasn't. And it was just, I don't know. You think they were just going through the motions because this is like the fourth film in the series and they're just like, fuck it, move on. I liked it enough because it's Toy Story. I liked the characters. Mm-hmm. Woody was fucking... I wanted to put him in a fucking wood chipper by the mm-hmm. end. Um, where do I belong in this world? Oh my God, we're still fighting this four, uh, four movies later. Four movies in. Still man. fighting it. I love you, Tom Hanks, but come on. Well, where did we? Uh, where do you rank Toy Story four? Fourth. Them? How do you rank all the others? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Three is good because of the sentimental. Three is good because it makes you cry. It might be three, two, one, four. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I really like three. I um, like three. I like one the best. One, three, two. I think the reason why one... But four might pass two, because I wasn't ever a big fan of two. I think two's overrated a little bit. Everybody says the best sequel ever when it came out, and I was like, yeah, Empire is. Um, My... You know what, though? The cartoon... uh, They had a a TV um, episode uh, where they go to play... Bonnie goes to a friend's house, and they play against, like, dinosaur action figures. I actually think that might be better. It was a half hour. That might be better than four. Oh, they had a short before the... Not not before. This came out about five years ago. Oh. Okay. Uh, it might be a Christmas one. Oh, okay. One of the Toy Story Christmas things yeah. that they've done. I think they did two of them. I've only seen one. The dinosaur one, though, with the action figures, pretty damn good. I was did like, they go rawr a lot? They did a little bit. Okay. But uh, four, I still liked it because it was Toy Story. My kids liked it. I I just, I think they could have done a whole lot more with it. Um, was it better than Cars 3? <laughs> I have, yes, I actually haven't seen Cars 3. <laughs> Cars 3 is better than Cars 2. Well, I knew that much. <laughs> Cars 2 might be the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life from Pixar. That thing is awful. It's the Pixar bottom of the barrel. It is. It's so bad. So bad. Um, God, it's, it was because it's the Larry Cable Guy show. So that's how 2 was. So uh, real quick here. Sure. We had... Uh, Twitter poll of the week. You can find us at Bad Ideas Podcast. Follow us there. We always have a lot of fun stuff there. Fun. If you go there now, uh, somebody posted a picture of me from when I was like 17 and I look like a G thug. Um, they tagged me on it. So thanks guys for that. And on our 4th of July, what is the most America thing about America? We had fireworks, Heno's abs, mm. hot dog eating contest, and besotic geek sunbathing. Mm. With uh, last place, this shocked me. 8% of the vote, Heno's Abs. I voted for Heno's Abs. That's a travesty. If I had a Twitter account, I'd vote for Heno's Abs. I'll lick Heno's Abs. I mean, what? What did I say? Um, yeah, 8%. Very disappointing. Uh, 14%. This is uh, this is a pretty good spot. It's, well, this is disturbing that 14% agreed to this. Besotic Geek sunbathing. Besotic Geek. He's not doing anything else. He's not podcasting. That's true. Uh, so he might as well just sit out with a cocktail a in his hand. Oh, glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> that <laughs> word. A and a tail in his hand? No. Oh. I said a cocktail in his hand. Oh, okay. Rubbing himself with lotion. And with winning oil. 56% to 22%. percent at swans. Hot dog eating contest over the fireworks. Jeff, you love fireworks. Nope. Did you did you videotape a lot of fireworks shows and none at so all. I can watch them? Oh. I didn't watch a single firework. Oh. We all have our digits. We do. We didn't we lose do. any. We're better than, uh, who's that 
Pierre or whatever from football. Jason Pierre Paul. Jason, yeah, there it is. Yeah, but he's still making millions of dollars, still playing football. Did you see that football player, Norton Jr., who lost mm. his arm? No. Uh, Miami Dolphins. He's talking about the car accident. Yeah, he's yeah, 23 years old. Yeah, it's horrible. Ken Norton Jr.? Ken Norton Jr., right? No. Not Ken Norton. Eric Norton? Nah, something. Yeah. Something Jr. But anyways, uh, yeah, he lost his arm. Yeah, so Jesus. That's awful. Yeah, damn, it's the point. But uh, let's celebrate America by a gluttony of hot dog eating. Ugh. And we had to respond. Is it really a sport? Sure. As much as other things are, as much as NASCAR is. I mean, yeah. I drive left! <laughs> That's your damn phone. See, somebody knows we're talking bad about NASCAR and your phone. Every goes week off. at the podcast. What's your point? Jeff's Just only been doing this off. for 288 episodes. <laughs> 286, sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Responses from listeners. Mystic Hellstorm had a 4th of July orgy, is his uh, America thing. See, that surprised me. Because I thought the 4th of July orgy was an international thing, just happened to fall on our Independence Day. I didn't realize uh, it was uniquely American. Yep, yep. I don't know if I want to do an orgy in and I, I feel in bad. summer. I feel bad for everybody else in the world that doesn't get to experience the 4th of July orgy. There's a lot of fireworks going off. Mm-hmm. Uh, little sparklers. I, I, my issue is they can't do an orgy in, for, uh, in summer. It's too hot. You're allowed to go inside in your during still the energy. Still hot. It's still hot and sweaty, but some yeah. people like it that yeah. way, Jason. Ugh. And slip and sliding. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. Anyway, one forty three at Breaker six and six nine six said uh, taking a bath bomb, then wine, then watching my mom get bombed with eight dudes. <laughs> well, they partake in the uh, yeah. July orgy. Good for you. Did they lose any digits? <laughs> Their I, I phone don't. numbers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Their keys. Key party! <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a good day or a bad day, according to Breaker 6696. Is it both? I don't know. It could be. Uh, it depends on what perspective you're looking at it from. <laughs> <laughs> We're going with it. <laughs> anyway, is it a Westworld type I'm, I'm surprised nobody said listening to Hobie, 4th of July edition. Oh, everybody loves the 4th of July edition. Right. Do we have a special 4th of sure. July edition? Last oh. week. <laughs> well, if we did, people will love it. Yes. <laughs> they talk about fudge rounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's do some listener feedback. That's the sound of your bomb listener feedback, sponsored this week by the look on Megan Rapino's face when she has to stand for the national anthem. All right, so we're going to start off with this uh, one guy, Mr. Dog. America, Mr. Fourth of July. A-Pans. Formerly known as? Name. Doug. Seven. I wanted to be called the Hammer. Yeah, I mean, you gave me like one, two, three, four paragraphs to read on this one story, because everybody loves a great child molestation case. Well, you can just read the question and then ignore the story. Ooh, I could do that. Where should I go? So, we'll hope we have a reaction. Retraction. No. Okay. All right. Uh, Kevin Spacey. His... No. <laughs> hey, guys! No. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to read. Not really four paragraphs. I could do that easily. I just don't want to listen to Jason. I can do four. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're going to say year olds or children at once. What? What are you talking about? I would like to apologize to Kevin Spacey. (laughs) No. You're not apologizing to Kevin Spacey. It's okay, Jason. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Per variety. 
No, we're moving on. Let's go. No longer facing a civil lawsuit from, <laughs> the, I win. from the man from Nantucket <laughs> <laughs> who previously accused him. Uh, never mind. I was going to make a bad Nantucket rhyming joke right there, but I don't want to go to jail. Moving right. on. Let's go from Scab Jeff. All right, Scab Jeff. In response to our discussion on Batman last week, uh, George Clooney as Calendar Man. Ooh. This is, I guess, you guys were picking Batman. People that played Batman as villains in to the be new one. Villains of the yes. new Batman, yes. Uh, Michael Keaton as the Mad Hatter. <laughs> Adam West as the Riddler. Christian Bale as Penguin. Val Kilmer as Victor Zaz. Ben, Enf- ben Affleck as Mr. Freeze. You know, speaking of Christian Bale, you know, I saw that in Empire of the Sun. Over the over my two weeks that I've been out too. Okay, yeah, that was a good movie. And I, re- I forgot I was watching it. I'm like, I know this little kid from somewhere. Where do I know him from? And then it occurred to me, oh shit, that's Chris. That's, that's, that's Batman. That's Bale. Yeah, holy moly, that's John Connor. Yeah, there's oh. <laughs> all kinds John of <laughs> all kinds of goodness there. He's American Psycho. He is. Uh, thank you, Scab Jeff. And then uh, from one four three at Breaker six six nine six. The second reference this week. Yes. He says, uh, or he, well, how dare I assume their gender? The person says, who would be the best actor to play Dr. Hannibal Lecter next? Can we kill, still keep Mods Mickelson playing Lecter? Is that from the TV show? Yeah. We could. I would like to see, why not a female Hannibal Lecter, Helena Bonham Carter? Oh. She would do a good you job. You know what? I like that one. Thank you. I, I like could that see one. her. Having fava beans and a nice Chianti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really do like that. That's a nice pick. Thank That's you. A nice pick. What about, uh, and I'm not being funny, uh, who's the guy that uh, played uh, Bruno? Um, Sa- Sasha Baron Cohen? Oh, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. He could do it. Uh, I think he could do uh, it. I mean, he... He could do it. I don't know if he'd do it. Do, well. Would he want to do it seriously, though? He could if he, he, he if he if he went if he decided to be serious, he could probably pull it off. I think he could go dark, but I, I don't know could. if I could watch it without seeing like uh, Borat or something. I want to eat your brain, Ricky Bobby. It's nice. <laughs> I like some fava beans. <laughs> it's nice. Why is there jazz on the <laughs> jukebox? <laughs> That's for profiling. <laughs> uh, you've watched that movie too many times. Oh, God, it's awesome. I love it. It's eh. Uh, Randall Holt. Yeah, we read this last week. I don't know why it's on the outline for this Oh, I, did, I didn't hear that part. You didn't listen then, did you? I did. But I read all the people's responses last week. You even week. read mine. I did. So... Uh, Randall Holt made me think of it. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, it really bugged me out because, first off, the top five last week was top five uh, films, best films from the past five decades, starting in the 70s. Um, you had to take one from each decade. I really loved that top five. The 1990s was quite possibly the most difficult year I've, I had picking one. I mean, as, in like, as in, like, it was so difficult because there were so many good movies? Yes, yes. Oh, Okay. Uh, 2010s was a little bit more difficult because a lot of them haven't, you don't know how they're going to age. Um, I had the three billboards outside ebbing. Um, thinking back, I did like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. 
that might be one of my favorites. But Randall made a good point. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. We were talking about that before you got here, Jeff. That might be one of my favorite. I don't know if it's the best, though. It's not favorite. It's best. Mm. So, but yeah, 1990s was a very difficult year. So. Decade. Decade, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we, did get an, uh, we did get a suggestion by a listener, Brad. Not Brad from Cinema Guys, but a different one. Another Brad. Yep. Oh, man, all out now our listeners are sharing names. We got three Brads I know of that have uh, sent in feedback. This Brad. Brad, he, Brad, and Brad. He had a good one, and I think we might, we could do it maybe uh, going into the expo, because we're always looking for top fives at the expo when we're recording. Top five uh, movies from 1980 to 84. Like, you just go through the each decade, the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Didn't we do that before? Did we do that before? We've done each decade before. But have you done each year, like 1980, 81, 82, 83? Oh, top five 1980 movies. Top five 1981 Oh, no, one movies. from 1980, one from 81. Did we do that already? Oh, one from mm. each year is yes. what you're saying. Just yes. So. No, we didn't do that. I thought that was, that was yeah. interesting. We could do uh, mm-hmm. one from each year. Yeah. Kind of the same thing, best. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I just thought that was yeah, a... I, I, I like that idea. Have you done them in a French accent? I could. So we're starting at 1980? Yeah, we could. But that's something to think mm. about for we our... We can start at 1929. That's when the Oscars started. <laughs> oh, I know. It was 1956, Greatest Show on Earth. Is that 56? <laughs> I don't know what year it was, but... Oh, that was such a terrible movie. Terrible year. Anyways, I can tell you about Hedy Lamar. Headley, Headley, because I watched Drunk History. I think that was probably the best narr. I, w- I forget the uh, the lady who does narrated it, that one. Does it talk about her inventing the Bluetooth uh, technology? Yeah, yeah. The the I forget. I'll, I'll have to uh, ask Jason C. Brown how fun it was uh, to do the uh, of course the reenactment part of that. But um, I think the lady that told the story was hilarious. I want to drink with her. You don't remember who it is though. No, I could look it up. On break, I, but right I, now I'm working. I can start guessing. I got to read. I have to read listener feedback. Was it Amy Sedaris? No. Sudeikis? Uh, no. Jason Sudeikis? No. I'll look it up uh, while... Kristen Shaw? Jason's uh, reading. Uh, but keep guessing. Juliette Lewis? Uh, from Des Hassing. It says, um, Hobie, I think us? this is an omen that means you have to visit San Diego. Per the U.S. Pacific fleet twitter page u.s navy accepts delivery of the future uss cincinnati which will be a home ported in san diego after de- after commissioning this year that's replacing the old uss cincinnati which uh the city tried to raise funds to get it uh docked on the docked li- river. on the river here and use it as a museum but uh our city and county sucks because they're ran by a bunch of idiots well, and not, they couldn't. They couldn't run the. You uh, basically have to pay the navy, the uh, you know transportation costs and everything to get it converted and then tow it up the river and get it moved here, and but, we couldn't do it. But I mean, we've got more important things to spend our money on. Like what? Like a streetcar. Oh, we need to get th- people. That's eight it. Blocks I'm blaming one block blaming to another. The streetcar. Another complaint against the streetcar, <laughs> Mister Ditman. Yes, the Ditman and his streetcar. Because we had to pay for that thing that was supposed to pay for itself. Wasn't it supposed to pay 
for itself. It was supposed to. Wasn't it? But what they didn't realize mm-hmm. was it wasn't a good idea to begin with, and mm-hmm. no one wants to ride it, and it costs way too much money to have to uh, change the infrastructure and the, and the sewer yeah. system. And wasn't and the there some idiot down the, the hall? Wasn't there some <laughs> idiot politician who ran basically on the whole thing of, I'm canceling the streetcar, and three days after he gets elected, he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to build it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was one of those gentlemen. Society politics brought to you by <laughs> bribery. Suck. Yeah, bribes. <laughs> but anyways, yes, correct, does Hassing. So now we have to go to San Diego to see the new USS Cincinnati? Well, only if he does a dissertation. All right. For his fifth doctorate on... He's talking about... Des probably could do USS that in like Cincinnati. 10 minutes. So what type of uh, ship is the USS Cincinnati? Tugboat. <laughs> <laughs> I, it looked like it had a basketball court on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tugboat. <laughs> toot, toot. Oh, my goodness. It's an extended tugboat. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of tugs, you know mm. what it's time for now. Boom, yeah. chicky, bam, bam. What you going to do when he comes for you? Jeffrey. Oh, he money. Comes, he comes for you. You are strapped to a chair. James Bond style in Casino Royale. Ooh, strapped to a chair. Strap on. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be paid? But instead of a rope knot to the nethers. Yeah, that was pretty painful. There's a rubber dildo. <laughs> a floppy award. There's a floppy award. You are then told, choose wisely, and asked to pick three. What do you pick? Hashtag don't mess up. Hashtag go. I pick uh, the 2003 Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. I pick the China Syndrome and Confucius. Is he correct or not? I, I don't know. I don't know. Ha- <laughs> 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 Tune in next week till we find out. <laughs> same bat channel, same bat time. Ew. We do have something special here. Oh, we do. From Jim... Who's, who's not drunk here. on the golf course? Yes. Yes. My legs hurt. I can't podcast. I can't possibly sit down and talk <laughs> or droll. <laughs> so we're going live here. Oh man, I shouldn't have had those Oreo marshmallow moon cookies. Oh, did you like the moon cookies? Yeah, I did. I had four. Oh no. We got now we have more. The new Oreo challenge. Yeah, you thought that? Did you think they the uh, marshmallow ones tasted like Lucky the Charms. The Creamy Center, yes. The Creamy Center kind of tastes like the Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Okay. Did you like the Marshmallow Moon ones? Yes, I did. They were better yeah. than I was expecting. It's ditto. So we had Marshmallow Moon. We've had Game of Thrones. Uh, we've had... Most Stuff Oreos. We had the Most Stuff Oreos. Which is not really Most Stuff. No, no it really False was. advertising on the package. Although uh, it was still too much stuff. Yeah. But you could have fit more, but it was still too much. So we have more Oreo challenges. This is from Jim. So this week we have chocolate peanut butter uh, pie, which may sound like the most amazing thing ever. The issue is, though, there's Uh-oh. no chocolate cookie shell. It's, it's, it's no a, Oreo cookie it's the white shell. Blake. The white cookie shell. Or ooh. Jeff, let me get that for you there. Oh, there we go. Okay. I want to take a look at this one. Ooh, is this a graham cracker cookie? Yeah, I don't know if I like that. But it's supposed to taste like a pie crust. Please don't chew into the mic. 
You can chew into the mic all you want. So there's the inside. Half black, half peanut butter. Look to the cookie, Elaine. Um, your take, Jeff? What's mm. your take? It's a big call. It's mm-hmm. a nutter butter ripoff. It smells good. It smells heavenly. Yeah, the chocolate really didn't taste anything on that bite, and I cut bit it in half. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite like it's not quite nutter butter because the cookie itself, I don't think, is a peanut butter, is it? It's a little, but the peanut butter filling in there is definitely nutter butter. Yeah, it's nutter butter filling, and the chocolate was. Let me nibble on the chocolate a little. Okay, you're nibbling on the chocolate. Yeah, marshmallow moons are better. I think. Oh, so we got Game of Thrones, which we're just going throughout because those were just regular, just regular Oreos with. with Pictures that not well on Yeah, them. so we're throwing that out. So we had the most stuff we've had. Most stuff, no worse. <laughs> you think they're worse than they're the worst? They're the worst. Okay. It's just too much uh too much cream and not enough cookie. Okay. Uh and so where would you rank the chocolate peanut butter pie? I've gotta finish at least one cookie. No, you don't. No, it. you don't. No, you don't. I do, and I'm gonna munch on the uh microphone. Don't munch on here. the air. This is good podcasting right now. It is. I'm trying to make up for the poor visuals. Well, I'm trying to show... You don't want your face shown, so there you go. Ah! <laughs> there you go. I got your chest hair showing. Yeah! Show it, Blake. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. I missed it. See, I don't think Ooh. you can go wrong with peanut butter or anything. I agree. Because you, every, you add peanut butter to, to something, and it makes it better. Reese's peanut butter uh, uh, cups might be the best thing ever. Like the uh, the thin ones. They're not thin ones. The lo- bigger ones. No. Not the small ones. No, the small ones. What? The small ones have the perfect amount of chocolate to peanut butter. He's wrong. He's wrong. Uh, the, the big ones, it's not enough chocolate to the amount of peanut butter you get. Uh, Besada Geek has said that he's puking because this looks disgusting. Oh, good. He's the guy who doesn't like Pez, so his opinion doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah. Take that. Pezgate. Uh, Blake, what else do we got? Uh, from David. Oh. Just David. David. I think it, uh, when I first read this question, I think he meant, I, th- I thought he was actually talking like the best three comic book trilogies, but I, I think he meant movie, comic book movie trilogy. Yeah. He says, what comic book trilogy has aged better, X-Men, the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, or Batman, Christian Bale? The Christian Bale Batman has aged better. Of all of them? Of you say Batman? Them. I say Batman. Uh, I'm going to say uh, the Spider-Man one. Has not aged well. Do you think that X Men is the worst? Um, X Men, Spider Man, or Batman? Which one? Tri- well, X Three is the worst of all the movies, so it's tough to worse than Spider Man Three. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. He didn't ask. Yeah, but that. but but because the movie that I mean, it started aging bad as soon as it was made. That's the problem. Okay. Is this Dark Phoenix that you saw better than the last Dark Phoenix? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say it's Batman is the top. Spider-Man and then X... Oh, you know what? No, I'm going Sp- Batman, X-Men, Spider-Man. Because I really like X-Men 1 and X-Men 2. X-Men 2 was one of my f- favorites. So I'm going to go them, and then I'm going to say Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man 2, I think, was overrated. Spider-Man 1 does not age as well, because William Defoe should not be a Power Ranger. And number uh-huh. 3 uh, is just horrible. They should have split it into Venom and Sandman. And I think three- I'm going to... Th- oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, three sucks of Spider-Man because they fucking yeah. put Sandman tied to Uncle Ben's murder. Yeah. 
Although but, I still think uh, X-Men probably didn't age as well as Spider-Man. But Spider-Man did give us it. one of the best memes, and that's Willem Dafoe's, you know, I'm kind of something of a scientist myself meme. Oh, I thought you meant the best meme of kissing upside down meme. Or that, too. Uh, we did get a request on our live video on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. We do Just stop live doing it. No, uh, Besada asked for more Oak Island talk. Oh, <laughs> Well, no, see, but this is the guy who also likes Riverdale talk, so we can't appease him. Stop it. Riverdale's amazing. You know, I, I, I posted that somewhere in my feed, that advertisement popped up. And I was so tempted to click it, but I figured it'd be just spam. And then, if it wasn't spam, I didn't want it to give it away when I watched next season. If they you did do realize something. they're never going to find anything on Oak Island. All right, I'm saying I think the peanut butter pie Oreos are better because if I'm looking down there and I'm thinking, if I wanted one more cookie, which one would I take? And it would be the peanut butter. I agree. I think I like the peanut butter one. Mm. So if you guys got any more Oreos that you want us to try, let us know. Let us know. Um, I was going to eat them. You know, you could have a lot worse challenges. You I'll know, take I, the Oreo challenge any day. Yeah, you could have that... Uh, they're both sitting Bologna in front of me. and whipped cream challenge. I mean, if you I handed me, oh, if you handed me another one, I'm not going to turn it down. You're not going to turn. I'm it down. not going to turn it down. What's your fitness instructor going to say? He's going to say, "I'm going to work your ass hard." Okay. Oh. Okay, and let's wrap it up with uh, Professor Number One. Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. After five days, Spider-Man brought in more money than the best DC movie, Shazam. Can we stop acting like DC is a rival to the MCU? I already had stopped. <laughs> I didn't think there was any comparison. I thought I everybody agree. knew that already. I agree. Um, speak of spy of uh, this. Speaking of spy her. Sorry. Speaking of DC. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this. Warner Media. Let's talk about this. has come out today. Mm. Their streaming service. Yeah. Has now become HBO Max. Starts yeah. in 2020. Uh, Friends is going to be on it. The whole series of Friends. Exclusive? Yep. God damn it. In 2020. Just the fact that they're making exclusive Like, you can't turn on Friends. On streaming. You can turn Friends on any broadcast network, Yeah, but if you watch any of that stuff on broadcast network, when it's in syndicate like that, they only keep showing, like, the same 10 episodes over and over again. The good ones. Or you can buy it on... DVD, the video yeah, is out there. Yeah, but it's combining... What are you going to play the DVD on? All the shows from... <laughs> uh, let me get it here. Boomerang, HBO, uh, DC, DC Streaming Services. The DC gone. Streaming is? Yep. Oh, okay, because when I was reading the article, I didn't notice it. It was one of the logos. It. it was one of the logos that okay. they incorporated. Um, if the DC Streaming goes into that, then, then that's... A, it's a smart idea to do it that way. All episodes. I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, you know, if you do the bigger companies and compass all the little mm-hmm. things, you know, then you'll really have what five or six major streamers out there, and and that that's manageable. It's when you get to ten or twelve is when you're getting a little. Would you please back away from the mic? <laughs> <laughs> um, all this is a big one. All episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, darn. All the CW shows. Uh, past and present. Um, Pretty Little Liars. The whole series. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, and I'm just going to look over this. 
uh, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, The CW, Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, uh, Crunchyroll. I don't know what that is. Uh, Rooster Teeth and Looney Tunes. So it's all going to be on there. So CNN. Mm-hmm. Edited Looney Tunes. It better not be edited. Boomerang, I don't think it will. Boomerang makes uh, plays unedited uh, Looney Tunes during the day. Mm. It's great. Good. Uh, last Saturday, or a couple Saturdays ago, we weren't doing anything for a couple hours, so I was just relaxed. I turned it on, and my oldest son and I were watching, and I'm cracking up at Looney Tunes, and my wife looks over and goes, my 40-year-old husband is cracking up at Looney Tunes. I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Why, this stuff is awesome. Why wouldn't you crack up at She doesn't Looney like Tunes. Princess Bride. Come on. <sighs> Inconceivable. I agree. So, uh, here's a couple things. These are some of the shows, if you're thinking about what streaming service to get, Warner Media, HBO Max, they haven't announced a price yet. They, that, that's a lot of programming, though. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Dune, The Sisterhood. Uh, it's an adapt- adaptation of Brian Airbears and Kevin Anderson's book based on the world created by Frank Hairbears. Uh, book Dune. Herbert? Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> Hay Bears. It's about a uh, group of women that uh, have a, I don't know, some uh, team. And, I don't know. Benny Jesuits. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Dune. Yes, that's it. Tokyo Vice. Nope, not based on Tokyo Drift. Uh, based on Jake Adelstein's nonfiction firsthand account, Tokyo, Metropolitan, Tokyo Metro- Metropolitan Police. Uh, sorry, an Ansel Elgott. Uh, he actually infiltrates them, and I guess is uh, works for either a bad guy or a good guy. I'm not sure. Uh, the flight attendant, a one-hour thriller starring uh, Kaylee Coco. Coco. Uh, she basically is a flight attendant. She wakes up in a Middle Eastern country uh, after a flight and has a dead body next to her. Is the premise nice? And she right. gets the fuck out of there. I thought you were gonna say she wake up, goes to Middle East and wakes up a sex slave or something. Stop it. Made for Love, a 10-episode half-hour... Oh, God, this looks awful. Never mind. Gremlins, an animated series from Warner Brothers uh, about the prequel. It's a st- in the 1920s and follows um, the guy that uh, runs the shop. Mowgli? Yeah, that not Mowgli, but he captures <laughs> Mowgli. Because if, if that's what we're looking for is a prequel about him, I always wanted to know about that shop owner. Well, you're the one that wants to know about Tom Skerritt in... Uh... Uh, Steel Magnolias. I want to know about Tom Skerritt. It's not right what they did to him in that show. Yeah, they did nothing to him. Exactly. It wasn't his story. Ex- uh, Stephen King's The Outsider, a dark mystery starring Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, He's creepy. Uh, Lovecraft Country, a unique horror series based on a novel by Matt Ruff. Uh, executive Ruff. Uh, produced by Jordan Peele. Um. Uh, the Nevers. Joss Whedon's new science fiction series. And The Gilded Age, about 1885, New York from downtown Abbey. Um, let's see here. Man, you know, there's a, so lot, far, there's nothing a lot of work going into this. I'm picking streaming services and paying is, for them. So far, nothing you've said makes me want to watch any of those no. programs. There's not much. No. I mean, again, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I finished season three ridiculous. of Jessica Jones this week. Oh, congratulations. Over the weekend. That was real good. So just mm-hmm. give you some... Started Stranger Things season three. How'd you like it? I haven't I'm done it yet. two episodes in. Do you like it? So far. I mean, nothing's happened yet, so... Other than, like, one creepy thing. Yeah, they build up. You know, uh, I want to see it. 
I'm a big fan of it. We've talked about it before. Uh, I did see a post that it's setting up for an end game, but I thought originally, how many Stranger Things were they contracted to do? They're doing four. So they are setting up for season it was four. four. I thought they five. I don't know. Okay, so it's four or five. They have an end game in sight. All right. I thought it was four because I yeah. thought they were going to do four seasons. Maybe. I don't remember. Like four seasons of the like fall, winter, summer. Well, the first spring. two are both in fall. Were they? Yeah. Oh. They're both at ha- uh, Halloween. And this one's mm-hmm. summer. I don't know. Um, and they're getting older. Yeah. They are getting older. It's almost they're, as if they're stealing a timeline from it. They are making out. That's what I heard. Is there heavy petting involved? Just to give you guys some idea on the streaming services, you know, yes. with that. Is this Kevin Spacey approved? Disney or? Marvel. <laughs> hey, guys. Disney Plus has Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and The Simpsons. NBC's streaming service that comes out next year has The Office and who knows. Uh, NBC yeah, I stuff. saw they were taking The Office away from yeah. Netflix. HBO Max has Game of Thrones, Friends, CW, DC app, HBO. Um, Pretty much HBO shows. Yep. Yeah. Netflix has Stranger Things and Grey's Anatomy, Shameless, and all those. Um, and Amazon has Lord of the Rings coming. Prequel. Hulu has FX stuff and Hand, Handmaid's Tale. And CBS News. Uh, Are CBS, we living that now? <laughs> CBS has the Star Trek thing. And Twilight Zone. So We're in the Twilight Zone. I'll tell you one thing. It, it gets more and more as it goes on. It's like, eh, maybe I would I, get rid I, of Netflix. Now, now you're going to have, well, you know, I was sitting here thinking about that. I look at that Netflix bill. It's up to seventeen ninety nine. A month now. I remember it was nine ninety nine a couple really, years ago. And you know they it's have a doubled. lot. They have a lot of crap on there. Like I spend twenty minutes trying to find something. Yeah, their search. So you're complaining search, that they have too much stuff to too choose. much crap. No, their too search engine sucks, man. It does. Okay, it's horrible. It is a horrible search engine. Um, we were trying to watch a movie, just find something. My wife and I. I'm like, I don't even know. You have to go online to find, hey, what's yeah. new on Netflix? And some of the shit they peddle you, like, if you'll like this. You know, I'm like, no, I won't. Uh, wine <laughs> country. Or I go, who's been using my Netflix ID? We watched, <laughs> we watched the Amy Poehler Wine Country from Netflix original. And? Yeah. Uh, my but wife put it best. I heard it wasn't good. It was like it's, they got the ladies and actresses you want to cheer yes. for. Yes. But it was bad. That's what I heard. Great cast. Not good. Uh, even my wife, who's... You know, pretty easy on the movies and that. She's like, it was like... Except a, for Princess Bride. That's right. She's like, it was like your friend... <sighs> still don't get that. Is she still a credible critic then? She's like, if you and your friends went away for a wine trip for the weekend... Yeah. And you would somebody was videotaping it, and basically... Nothing happens? No, you were watching... Oh. Well, that. <laughs> and you were watching them tell all these inside jokes, and you have no idea what the inside jokes are. And that's exactly mm. what it was. It was like, I don't get any of this. I think the, at the end of the day, Amy Poehler just wanted to take her friends now, to was, a really was, nice place in Sonoma. Was this? So it's no. Hey, this no, wasn't a fictional thing. This was just. No, it's a fictional. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's no. So s- these were written jokes. Yes, yeah. it's no sideways, is what you're saying. No, it was not well done. It was not good. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like it, not so much. So all right. Was there a story involved? Not really. Or was <laughs> just girls? Are uh, the women going to the wine country? They're going to the wine country, but it was kind of funny because they're like, oh, if you sniff this one, they're like, we just want to drink. Here, give it. That's kind of funny. But there's like people, somebody lost a job. Another one, I don't know, can't do something. Another one has a h- crappy husband. But there was no real like, okay, that's it. Like there's no nothing really. And so it's like, yeah, I don't really give a shit at the end. So no actual story, just... no. 
They basically, you were watching. You're just thrown right in the middle of these women's lives that you have no reason to care for. Yeah. And end up not caring for them. They tried to do a lot of inside jokes that you were supposed to, like, get as an audience, and you don't. And you're like, okay, I guess that's funny. Maybe you didn't understand it because you're not, like, a Hollywood woman. Maybe that's it. Could be. Feels like a woman. I identified with Sideways. Eh. I didn't. I thought that was overrated, too. too. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, that's your streaming service report brought to you by... Warner Media. Let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Uh, Breaking news. Chocolate peanut butter uh, pie Oreos are fucking amazing. (laughs) Damn you, Jim. Now that you got to eat them. Yeah, they're fucking amazing. Instead of filming everyone else eat them. God, these are good. Anyways, uh, talk amongst yourself. No. Uh, Let's do first. uh, Per IGN. Last week, the comic book series The Walking Dead ended abruptly after 193 issues and 16 years of publication. At least he can end something, George R.R. <laughs> R. Martin. <laughs> the issue came out only one issue after Kirkman... Um, spoilers. Here we go. Oh, heavy spoilers. After Kirkman killed off his lead character, Rick Grimes, and Kirkman, Kirkman always said that Rick would die before the end of the comic run. He just didn't say he'll die in the issue right before the end. Basically, this caught a lot of people off guard because he was having fake covers come out and synopsis for future issues and uh, for, like, 194, 95, 96. Um, he was keeping it hidden that he was yeah. ending it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the letter hack section, which is the back where he answers questions, Kirkman did reveal the original ending he had in mind for the Walking Dead series. The original ending. Yes. This is what I thought was pretty cool. The big story, quote, the big storyline, No Way Out, ended with Rick proclaiming that Alexandria was a place worth fighting for, that they could no longer keep moving from place to place, and they had to stand, lay down roots, and start building from there. Their nomad days were, be go- were gone, were behind them. And for years, that had been planned to be the end. Rick would make his procla- proclamation in the speech. Proclamation. Thank you. <laughs> would end with a big close-up of Rick's face. You turn the page, and Rick's face would be the same, only it was a statue. And you zoom out, and the full statue was some. There would be the full statue with some vines growing out of the bottom of it, cracking. And then you realize it was a quite old statue, so it went into the future. We keep zooming out until we see the statue was in Alexandria, the same place where he gave the speech, but it was different. It was old, rundown, broken windows, and missing doors. You zoom out again, and you see a zombie walk by, and we see that Rick had brought them to Alexandria, gave this grand speech about rebuilding. And succeeded to the point that they built a statue to honor him. But in the end, the dead one, society crumbled again, and this time seemingly for good. And that was it. That was a dark, but I really like that. I like that ending. So how did it end, or are we not spoiling? Spoilers. No, I can do it. Okay. So the ending... Spoilers if you don't want to know how it ends. Rick gets shot by, not a no-name person, but... Someone. You know, yeah. A minor character. Yeah, by minor, a red shirt. Yeah. Yeah. In the commune. And they shoot him. He shoots him several times. Yes. Um, in the wherever they're living now. Yeah. yeah in the commune with mm-hmm. 50,000 people. So then it fast forwards and Carl, who's still alive in the books. Carl. Is married to uh, Sof- Sophie. Sophia Vergara. Sophia. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sophia Vergara. <laughs> they have a kid. He's adopted. Yes. They have a kid. And uh, basically, um, 
Maggie's kid is an asshole in the future, and basically the zombies are all gone or pretty much contained. And he, Maggie's kid is basically running a f- carnival with zombies. A zombie carnival circus. <laughs> yes. And Carl shoots one. They basically go to court over this. Because he destroyed property. Yes. And it is. And you know, Can you own a zombie? Well, that's what it comes down to. And then basically he gets fined, and uh, or the, he was going to get fined because zombies are expensive. And the judge says, you know what? He gives this grand speech that Carl does. And finally the guy's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, the judge lets him go. And all that. So then Maggie's son, you know, says, you know, you're lucky, you're Rick's son, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, uh, Carl says, I have to go do something. The next day, all of the guys, zombies are killed in his cart. And that's how it ends. So basically, the future survived. Everybody's okay. Zombies hardly ever exist now. Hooray. And that's it. So now you have to cultivate zombies to get them to exist. My thought is that he's going to come out with a Negan series. Uh, because Negan left the com- uh, the commune or community. Yeah, he actually had to post a uh, post script or whatever saying, oh, yeah, Negan's alive. Yeah, because he left the co- community mm. a couple of, uh, about 20 episode- issues ago. And mm. he's like, you're never going to see Negan again in this series. In this series. So I think he does revisit it. Um, but you know what? I, I pre- Cur- Walking Dead was good, but it, there were some points. It's 193 issues. It's a long story. Um it was good, but I appreciate Kirkman just ending it and surprising everybody, not building it up. I thought not that was building kind of fun. up like, hey, next month or yeah. the last twelve issues this year. Basically, it popped. They said it came out that he was ending it two days before it came out, and that was he'd even announce it. <laughs> Somebody saw the new mm-hmm. issue and the preview of it and sent it out. Said what? Someone broke the silence. Yeah. So there you go. All right. This is Jim's favorite story. Yeah, I like it. Uh, bl- this is from Blake. Per Fox News, a Los Angeles-based ice cream truck owner has found viral fame after posting on Instagram his disdain for social media influencers. Good for him. <laughs> Founder Joe Nietzsche, who started the business five years ago, shared on his social media pages that he would be charging influencers double for his popular soft-serve ice cream after becoming fed up with being bombarded with cr- requests for free cones in exchange for exposure. <laughs> The funny thing is, he's he's uh, done, like, private parties for Adam Levine and a couple of famous people. Yeah. But he doesn't care. But, you know, obviously, it's a, it's a business. That's it's right. a business. If you hire me, I'll go. Correct. Yeah. So, we've de- this quote, we've decided to make this thing official with signage <laughs> in this ice cream truck. Yeah. We truly don't care if you're an influencer or how many followers you have. We will never give you a free ice cream in exchange for a poster on your social media page. It's literally a $4 item. Well, now it's $8 for you. Hashtag influencers are gross. <laughs> Nietzsche shared on Instagram. Yeah. He claimed his truck named CVT, which stands for chocolate, vanilla, and twirl, has been receiving more and more requests for people claiming to be influencers in the past two or three years, both in his direct messages and face-to-face, people reported. Nietzsche told people he received a request for an event to comp them 300 servings, servings in exchange for exposure. And he goes, I believe that's an influencer's favorite word. Yeah. Exposure. I think it's expensive. I've got followers. Nietzsche's even better. Yeah. I'm truly embarrassed for these people. (laughs) I'm not really 100% sure what they actually do and their followers. Likes and comments can all be purchased, so I have trouble looking at them as being reputable. Of course. If it's public knowledge that that anyone can purchase followers and likes, then why does an influencer hold weight? Let's make hard work huge right now. Let's uh, make not asking uh, people to work for free huge right now. 
We are not impressed or influenced by your following. He probably bought them. He captioned in the post. So good for him. Good for him. Good for him. I thought that was pretty funny. Because as it turns out, you can be, quote unquote, an influencer with mm-hmm. million uh, followers and you try and peddle things or push things, and guess what? You really don't sell anything. No. You know, yeah. there, you, you see uh, in, like, these other stories, like, oh, influencer with a million followers decides to sell a sweatshirt. She only sold 37. <laughs> I always like the print, print, and I use fringe, uh, st- musicians. I use that in quotations, too, yeah. that were like, I'll drop my latest album and then if I can get 10,000 likes. And then it's like two hours later, still at 30, still at 50. <laughs> and then they always go back and they're, oh, no, no, that wasn't me. That was accidentally sent out. And it yeah, happens a right. lot when they go, get me 1,000 likes and my new album, my new song drops. Nope. That's right. Nope. Hey, go out and uh, yeah. give us 1,000 uh, reviews on iTunes for Hobie. What, and- what, what oh, they need are dislike buttons. Kind of yes, like yeah. you uh, was it uh, YouTube where you can vote things up or down. Yeah. Should be right. able to vote down comments to this, take away from their influence. This is all becoming the Orville. It is you know, <laughs> when they had the society of that. That's right. Social media is not real world. And, no. You know, a lot of people fail to realize that. Yeah. So, but but I'm an influencer. I no, don't want to go to college. Stop it. So there you go. There's your news of the geek. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcast you can also find us hanging out on twitter facebook instagram pinterest and at nerdybitches.com talk to you soon i'm brad i'm justin and i'm the cinemaiden we are the cinema guys we do a movie podcast we're just three friends who love to talk about movies and probably the best podcast you've ever heard about movies ever. Or is it the best podcast you ever heard or the best podcast you've never heard yet? Ooh, but what if they have heard and they forgot that they heard and they have heard it before? Then they should listen again. Yes. Oh, dear God. Um, Ashley, real quick, top favorite episode you've ever had of The Cinema Guys, go. Aquaman, we make fun of Brad the whole time. <laughs> oh, Aquaman was a good one. Every other week we have a full episode. Where we give our top lists. How about usually a new movie? Usually, usually a new no, no. movie. And then, you know, we always give at-home recommendations at the very end. Yeah. But my favorite is our fun little banter. I between. think the lists are the best thing that we do. Yeah. Our lists are fun. Because I love to make lists about movies. Just head over to wearethecinemaguys.com and you can subscribe, contact, listen to the show, all of that. As I always like to say, maybe sometime we will see you at the movies. Jeff! What are you doing September 20th, 20th through the 22nd? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Damn straight you are, Skippy. Yes, I am. Blake, what are you going to... So anyway, we'll be at the Cincinnati (laughs) Comic Expo. Jim will be there. Scab Jeff will be there. Scab Blake will be there. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Alan Tudyk is going to be there. He is. Uh, I can't guarantee it, but we're going to try to get him on the show. Hi, Alan. 
Hello. Will uh, Wheaton will be there. Will Wheaton. We're going to try to get some D&D playing. My character, Lee Iacocca, is going to play. Is he alive? <laughs> My character is. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then I'm trying to think what else. Uh, who else is going to be there? Marina. Bakarin. Thank you. Uh, also, Jim Gordon himself from Gotham is going to be there. Ben McKenzie. That's right. So, yes. Well, uh, they also just... Uh, we got the Harp Twins. They do have the Harp Twins. Dirk Manning. And just announced today, Jay Fosgett. Oh, oh, yeah. They finally announced Jay. Jay is awesome. We interviewed him a couple years ago. Uh, so, great comic book artist. Uh, so, yeah. Get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, also, Ernie Hudson's going to be there. Yes, he is. Damn straight, Skippy. So, I'm excited. With but his we- Ghostbuster pack? Probably. No, the crow. He's going to have a crow. Oh. Ha, ha. I thought he was going to have a uh, Congo uh, pack. Or you are the endangered species. Do you? <laughs> I'm going to have to order a Congo action figure online of him, and I want him to autograph it. That's what I want. All right. You I think I could too. do it. I think I could do it. So, yeah, get your tickets to SinciComicExpo.com. Go to their Facebook page or go to the History of Bad Ideas, and we have all their updates. And we'll be playing trivia there, so be ready to get some great prizes. Number one fan, Doug, just delivered some more prizes for us. Oh, boy. They're actually really good. There's a miniature Greedo that's a soft one, like a uh, little old uh, Mego guy. Okay. It's pretty cool. So. Oh, you know what? I did forget. You know, there is another event coming up uh, before the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Mm-hmm. On August 17th, we're doing our Bowling for the Brave this year. Oh, yes. I do apologize for that because we have not uh, promoted it as much because we've been gone a yes. lot. So go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. So if you're in the greater Cincinnati area and you'd like to come out and uh, bowl and help raise money for Bowling for the Brave, it's August 17th, then please do so and come out. Or if you just want to donate money, you can do that, too. We're going to set that up yep. as well. This year... Our goal is to try and raise twenty thousand dollars in funds. Last year we raised eighteen thousand. So, so this is this is the uh, yeah this is pretty pretty big deal. And what we're doing this year is something a little different. Instead of donating it uh, all to one source, it's going to stay here in the tri-state. We are teaming up with another nonprofit organization for benefit uh, for veterans benefits. And what we're going to be doing is helping specific veterans that are in dire needs and helping finance them out of situations with the donations that we raise here locally in Cincinnati. It's a great, uh, it's a great day. Um, is that the Coleraine Bowl? Yes, it's at the Coleraine Bowl. In Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. Uh, Hobie is there. We uh, are sponsoring Elaine again this year. We'll have our, by the way, I need my banner. We need the banner. Nope, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Which originally came from... The Bowling, Bowling for, the, for brave. the Brave a couple years ago when we first did it. So it is so it is a really neat concept. This year, as we do every year, what we do is we take nominations from people in Cincinnati uh, for a veteran or a person or, or their home, you know, their hometown hero, and uh, they nominate them, and we take the application, and we pick the hero, and we secretly uh, get them to the bowling alley, and we uh, surprise them and honor them with a uh, background and a little video that we put together in you know collaboration with their uh, family, friends, and loved ones. And so we get to honor them and uh, them. It's like their own little special surprise, big uh, uh, fundraiser bash. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, as we raise funds for you know our bowling for the brave, 
They also end up, we get them uh, this nice, you know, uh, jersey that they get to wear. And they wear that Cincinnati Reds custom jersey to a Reds home game, and they get to get honored at the Cincinnati Reds game, uh, free tickets and all that kind of fun stuff. And, you know, they'll Zoom. You get to come up to the balcony there and wave to everybody, and everybody stands and cheers and uh, roots you on. We'll have um, – go ahead and put something on our Facebook page too again. Yes. If you would like to read about it or go see some old photos and videos, um, it's www. Bowling for the number four, not F O R for the brave dot org, and um, you can donate there too. Yes, we're setting it up. We it's not set up yet, but we're going to set it up so you can donate through there. And if you go to the donors page, you can see how much money we've raised in the past four years. And uh, I made this uh, great little Pareto chart. Ooh, you do love charts. You and your I damn love charts. charts. So you know, it's a bar graph and a line graph. You know, combined, <laughs> and you can see. You know, each year we've been increasing our donations steadily, mm-hmm. and uh, and over the past four years, we've actually raised over fifty three thousand dollars, and it's all gone back into the Cincinnati community to help veterans with uh, special needs and all that kind of fun stuff. Well, not fun stuff, but you know, yeah. stuff. It is it is a great cause. Um, Thank you. Like I said, we enjoy it uh, going to it. Uh, Hobie has a lane, so yes. come on down. Uh, you can bowl with us. Uh, if you do show up, we have had fans in the past show up. If you do, I'll buy you a beer. You can come in. Well, the best part is... Sweet, Jason's buying me a beer. Not yeah. you. Oh, we'll, we'll you're tripping a, in, too. Yes, <laughs> we'll have a corporate-sponsored lane. So mm-hmm. if, if you're in the Cincinnati area and you want a corporate-sponsored lane, you can corporate-sponsored lane through us as well. You can show up and bowl. I think it's like uh, $25 ahead of time. And what the best part is, is you're there. We have uh, gift baskets of all kinds of goodies, and we raffle off all kinds of fun things. And I believe uh, our sponsors got to have Comic Expo passes there. Yep. Uh, you know that uh, we Cincinnati can Comic Expo. We can raffle off uh, to people as well, along with split the pots and, and baskets. Now we had a winner last year. Jeff, Jeff. I won two years ago. Oh, two years. Oh, it all, it all makes Pam Morris won. Last Pam, year. yeah, that's right, that's right. Sister Cousin, Pam, yes, yeah, Sister Pam won last year. Jeff won the year before. You know, with uh, the baskets and all that kind of fun stuff. And so all that money literally is like 99.9% goes to charity. You know, so it is... Uh, it's a know, good time. It's it a good, good time. It's a lot of fun. So come on out. And you get to eat all you can eat. It's damn good food, All too. day. It is damn good food. Yes. So my kids are there. You can bring your kids. Um, yeah. So it's a good time. My kids will be there. I'll be there. So uh, my wife. And you can yell at her and say, Why the hell don't you like the Princess Bride? Yeah. 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 Can't rent here anymore. Yeah. Let's do yeah. some box office news. All right. It's time for box office bombs. All right. Well, we didn't really bomb too much because we had Spider-Man, Far From Home, do a ton of money. For the weekend, it made $94 million, but since, uh, what was that, uh, it's Wednesday opening? Total of $186 million. So, yeah, within its first less than a week, it already made its budget back. Yes. Just domestically. So, go Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. For an okay movie. Fine. Fine. Fine movie. Uh, Toy Story 4 made another $34.5 million, a total of 307 on a $200 million budget. Pretty good for a... Fine movie. All right. 
yesterday made eleven million, a total of thirty-seven million on a twenty-six million dollar budget. It's pretty good for that movie. I kind of want to see it. I was kind of surprised the budget was twenty-six million. Do you think twenty-five million of it was just the Beatles rights the it, songs? We discussed this last week. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but the majority of the budget was probably per. Uh, pre, I can't even get the rights. Word. Yes, getting the rights. There you go. Uh, number four, Annabelle comes home made another ten million, a total of fifty on a thirty million dollar budget. Okay. Yay! Sure, like the third Annabelle movie or something. Yeah, it's part of the Conjuring universe. Yeah, we we talked about the the, the uh, apparently with. Child's Play and Annabelle, uh, they're just having killer dolls coming out <laughs> at you. Mm. Like the Leprechaun movie. It's leprechaun. I'm a Leprechaun. And in fifth, Aladdin made another $8 million, a total of $321 million on a $183 million budget. I know you're going to be shocked by this, but my number one fan, Doug, saw this, and he said yeah. he liked it. <gasps> I am shocked. Shocked <laughs> and surprised. <laughs> Shock and awe. No, I'm not. I expect so, that from Doug. Didn't it's get your Disney. opinion. What do you think about this being Will Smith's number one all-time movie? Really? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. kind of surprised me. I thought Independence Day would be. Or After Earth. <laughs> one of those two. <laughs> yeah, one of those two. <laughs> well, the thing about Independence Day is that's 20-year-old yeah. you know, plus uh, budget. Or, Welcome to Earth. Or whatever. So yeah. Do you think it's the... not the, inflated or inflated for inflation? Yeah. No. <laughs> do you think the... <laughs> adjusted... Uh, for inflation. So you think uh, his uh, upcoming movie, uh, Fresh Prince, The Return to Bel-Air, won't gain as much? It's a dark, gritty action drama. I like it. Isn't he supposed to die in it? Yeah. I mean, spoilers. <laughs> Carlson takes over. Ooh, Carlton takes over the world. <laughs> Everyone must wear sweaters and sing Tom Jones. <laughs> it's not dance. unusual to be loved by anyone. Hey, it's not unusual to be loved by me. Upcoming July 12th of 2019, we mm. have Stuber coming out. Uh, I think I might go see that. I think I'll probably wait till it comes out on video. It looks here. Uh, my wife and I might go out and see it. So. Or streaming. Cool. I suppose I'll wait till it streams. It looks guess. pretty funny. It looks enjoyable. It looks like it could be amusing. It looks better than the other one. Crawl. Is this just alligators? It looks like killer alligators in a flood. <laughs> Again, it's one of those movies that... If people stopped going to rescue the people, less people would die. <laughs> the two people that didn't evacuate when they were supposed to would be the only ones that died, not the 12 people who went to rescue them. I like, <laughs> I like during the last hurricane, the major hurricane this past year, uh, or last year, uh, the police were like, look, it's a dangerous area here in South Carolina. Uh, if you're, if you're you know, still here, yeah. we're not going to you for 10 hours. Yeah. So you're on your own, basically. Yeah. Have a good day. Said, we warned you Evacuate. We won't, might not be able to get to you for days. Yeah. We're so, done. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. You have been told. <laughs> All right. We're buying and selling in the careers of today. We only have one on the trading block. We've got Tom Holland at one hundred ninety-six dollars and forty-seven cents. Pretty I'll expensive. Who's comparable to him? I don't know. No that's one high, is. isn't it? Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans. I think oh. was one seventy. Didn't Chris Pratt get over two hundred or something mm-hmm. when we did that? Probably not. Now he isn't. Uh, but... Pratt's still pretty much up there because he's got Jurassic Park coming out again. Again, Third again. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a little too much for Tom Holland, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll I, I think he's great as Spider-Man, and, and he, he's probably good in other things. But that's just too much money. 
Well, based upon your, your riveting review of, you know, <laughs> Far From Home. Hey, I said Tom um, Holland was great in it. Yeah. Was, he was the best part. As, yeah. As Peter Parker. But, you know, when you get into these roles, though, can he get into something else? I think it'll take a while. So go ahead and sell now. Yeah. And then when he goes down, buy Buy, low. Exactly. Buy him back up when he he earns it. Yeah. Not just being in a Marvel movie, but earns it. America. being a superhero. Like going to children's hospitals and making differences in people's lives, you know. Cool. Well, I think it's now we're going on to our top five list. Top five. Top five was made uh, brought up because of last week's conversation about basketball and the timeout and how you get the ball at the half court now. Yeah. So we did top five worst rules in sports. Oh, let me pull my list up here. Terrible. Blake, what's your number five? Terrible. Uh, Number five I have on my list, cricket. All the rules of cricket? Just cricket. Well, it only takes six days to finish a game. I think it's an I think it's a game invented by insane people. I don't disagree with you on that one. Nikki, tell us why we're wrong. Yes. Uh Jeff, what's your number five? Uh let's see. Um my number five is uh any sport that uses artistic merit to judge who wins. <laughs> That's going to be my number four, we'll get to. <laughs> okay. Not artistic, but... <laughs> okay, well, well, like figure skating. Ribbon. where Yeah, rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> like when the judge says, oh, that looked beautiful, <laughs> I will vote higher for that than, oh, well, that person actually is better. Synchronized swimming. Uh, synchronized swimming. I mean, look, figure skating. Like, I remember, like, during the 90s, Surya Bonnelly from France was, like, by far the best athlete. But she just wasn't the cute little white girl mm-hmm. that, you know, spun gracefully. But, I mean... She was by far the, the better athlete of all the figure skaters. I like watching you get upset about figure skating. <laughs> well, it's like everyone's making a big deal. It's like, oh, she looked cute. That's why she won. She won because she looked cute. I'm telling you, if they put a hockey player on the ice during the performance, and they had to do that while avoiding getting body checks. <laughs> they did that in the cutting edge. I think they did that in cutting edge. <laughs> uh, let's see. My number five, Jeff will appreciate this, rollerball. <laughs> The movie. The whole sport is pointless. Just Just the whole point. Well, well, yeah, it kind of is. I hate those fucking rules of rollerball. (laughs) Fuck that movie. (laughs) Uh, We actually have my son walking down now. (laughs) Come on over. Come on over. We have something for you here. uh, We're going to keep recording here. Let's see. We got something for you and your mother. Say hi. Your dad wants to see how you like these cookies. So you got to try. I know it's tough. You got to try that one. And then you got to try this one. We got the moon and the peanut butter. So go, go. you can try them and then let us know which one's best. Okay. So good job. It's a big test. It's a big test. Plus, I figured you needed cookies before bed. Uh, anyway. Also, everyone needs a bedtime cookie. Also, what are you doing on September 21st weekend? He's going to Cincinnati Comic Con. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so my number four is scoring in boxing. 
It's the most pointless thing ever. And most controversial, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Especially Olympic boxing. Oh, yeah. Well, when, Olympic when boxing, it's obvious that the judges can be bought. Oh, my gosh. And, it's and horrible. And especially nowadays, because they have the sensors in the boxing gloves that, you know, if they connect it so or not. So you just tap. Yeah. And it's not like a hit. Well, Correct, but still. Although boxing in general would make my list. I like boxing. I, so... I know, and we always argue about this, but it's true. I hate the scoring in boxing because it is very, you know, suspect. So, yes. a, suspect. I, I agree with that. Just little tapping things like mm. fencing. I, my biggest gripe about fencing is how quick is like score, 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 score. I mean, it should be one hit and you're done. Yeah. Because, you know, you one hit and you're ran through and you lose. We watched that. Uh, actually, my oldest son and I watched that a couple weeks ago, and yeah. it was like, oh, well, that was quick. Okay, two seconds, done. Yeah, exactly. And, it's, like, and, and oh. it's over again. And start yeah. again. And start again. And start again. And start again. It's going to, hey, it's 21 to we 3. We also watched right, competitive rock climbing. Have you ever seen that? I didn't know it was that competitive. Yes. Is that where two people the are? The rock on, wall. Not on, actual on climbing. Walls. Safety harnessed or free? Well, uh, is this when they're free. racing up Ooh. racing up walls? Like they got two identical walls and they're That is one up? of the competitions, but then there's also who can get the highest on this fake rock wall. And it's boring to watch. I think I might have seen some of that. It's pretty boring in the to watch. Past. Have you, okay, so which one is your favorite? Okay, that's the chocolate peanut butter one. So go ahead and say it. chocolate peanut butter. Chocolate peanut butter pie. Okay, that's the yes. best one. Okay, we just had to get another outsider's opinion. Okay, now take these up to your mother, but don't eat those beforehand because I'll be texting her, making sure she got something. <laughs> she knows she's getting two cookies exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and ask her why she doesn't like the Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Tell her to take her to Comic Expo. <laughs> uh, so there you September go. September 20th. 20th. 21st. 22nd. Saturday. Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is like outdated rules where we've come so far as society that these rules don't need to be there anymore. Okay. Like signing a golf card. <laughs> When, like, everybody, you got television cameras showing everybody scoring, or everybody, your, your scores are being tracked on this giant board that everyone <laughs> can see, but if some idiot makes a mistake and you accidentally sign your, uh, yeah. your uh, opponent's golf, wrong golf card, you're kicked out and then mm-hmm. you lose. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Things like that. And uh, with, with the technology we have these days, like in football, like, do we really need to bring out the chains to measure a football <laughs> when, you know, computer video would be more accurate than somebody who's holding a fucking chain anyway? How about duels? Can we still keep duels? Because I love those. Duels. Okay, yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. I just heard in uh, Canada they're uh, allowing duels now. Yeah, but that's with syrup. They throw syrup cans at uh, bottles. At I, I thought it was who drank the syrup faster. Maybe that too. What's that old boot? But, yeah, just, like, rules that, you know, are outdated. Yeah. Signing your golf card. I don't even like golf, <laughs> and that's a stupid rule. Have you seen Holy Moly? No. It's like Wipeout mixed with Putt-Putt. Oh, yeah, you're telling me about it. It's I really fun. <laughs> My daughter can't get enough of it. It's really funny. Uh, go ahead, uh, Blake, what's number four? I just wanted to put this in here because all the contact sports, this really annoys me. And it's not like there's a rule that's stupid. I think it's a rule that's missing because I'm tired of flopping. Oh, like yeah. all, all the contact sports should have flopping fouls and rules. Yes. The fact that they don't is uh, 
Some do. Horrible. Uh, they try yeah. to cut down on NBA a little bit. Oh, NBA might be the worst. I mean, soccer was the worst, but now if they uh, really think you're t- total flopping, you can get carded for it. Yeah. So and Neymar didn't get carded. Well, he flopped the entire World Cup. Well, he's like a ago. dead fish. They probably should have been carded. Should have. Yeah. You're he right, was a better yeah. actor than the other people. I agree. Uh, what's number three? All right, my number three. Since we're talking about flopping, you obviously it makes you think about not Hobie Awards, but soccer. Mm-hmm. Just the whole sport of soccer? Yeah, well, no, not the whole sport of soccer. What I'm talking about is the clock. You know what oh, irritates the shit out of me? I didn't even think of that. The, the extra time? The, well, there's two things up. that irritate the shit out of me. It counts upwards instead of counting mm-hmm. down. And the other thing they is... They don't pause the clock. They don't stop stoppage. the clock. And if they stop the clock, then there, there wouldn't be all this flopping... Bullshit, you know, excessive celebration. They, they, they add a, you a know, approximate amount of time at the end. Approximate amount of time. Yeah, exactly. We get approximately five minutes left in the game. You have a two to three minute celebration, or, you yeah. know, some yeah. jackass will swat the ball out of a guy's hands. I actually and don't kick mind it. that they don't stop the clock. I think football would be better for it. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. That's un American. <laughs> It is well that and 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 now this isn't even rules of the game necessarily, but the the, the culture of it is they always put the home team first. I know that kills me. It kills me. And every other North American sport puts visitors first, then home team. Correct. But soccer doesn't, and it annoys me and confuses me. I blame the British. I do blame the British. And you can catch us on (laughs) nerdly.co.uk. Good day, Governor. (laughs) Hey, wankers. Uh, Tiki Cunt. Well, what's your number three? Queens. Uh, What's number three, Jeff? Uh, Let's see. Uh, My number three is the, uh, the new blocking the plate role in baseball. Oh, player safety. That was a hard hit this week between Anaheim and Houston. Houston. And I see a lot of people blaming the the runner from Houston calling it saying it was his fault. He did kind of go over to the side to hit him. He no, he went to try to go around him. And then the catcher moved. The catcher was blocking the plate. And then moved after the guy tried to go around the catcher and they both moved in the same direction. So there was a collision. We're going to agree, disagree. No, we're not. I'll stand here and argue it the whole time. I watched Jeff that play so. What many happens times. when you and I argue? I win, and I give. I don't care. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Are we going to keep arguing about this? Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Anyways, no. uh, good for you. Uh, <laughs> no, my thought was. Um, I don't have a problem with the, the collisions at the plate. I don't either. Because you know what? If you don't want to be have they, a collision, then get out of the way. They are the. I, I used to be a catcher for eight years. My son, my oldest son, is a catcher. And I'm telling you, they're the only ones with equipment on the field. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with it. Now, I'm not saying spear yourself out their heads. No. But if you're going to make a play, you're trying to knock that ball away. I have no issue with that. When you do a hard slide in seconds, the same exact thing. You're trying to break up the double player and make him drop it. Now, now, Grant, I don't have a problem necessarily with the rule about like, the and uh, made it more strict about sliding into second. Mm-hmm. But I think they enforce it a little too strictly. I, I See, I don't know if I see it enough. Uh, it, it happened right away once they made the mm-hmm. rule. It happened a lot. But uh, re- more recently, it's not as bad. But uh, well, that's the Chase Utley rule, I suppose. As opposed to the Buster Posey rule yes. with catching. But, but the, the, the problem was, you know, like, say, with the Chase Utley rule was, 
he went after the fielder. Correct. Instead of trying to get to the uh, base. You know, Jose Bautista tried to go after the fielder, too, when he went second, <laughs> and he got the shit beat out of him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know what? I, oh. Like I said... Who was it that Albert Bell just completely... Uh, Decimated? <laughs> shoulder knocked uh, right down to his... He was an Indian at the time, Cleveland Indian. Uh, uh, still nothing's better than Robin Ventura going after Nolan Ryan and getting halfway there and going, ah, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. <laughs> Nolan Ryan just getting him in a headlock and pounding him on Yes. Badass. Uh, no, the whole catcher thing, I agree with. I hate that role uh, because I don't mind the collisions at the plate. Yeah. You, you are there. It doesn't happen often. And I think th- I don't think there's ever a clear definition of it. I know there is, but it yeah. really doesn't seem like the umpires know. And I, I well, like yeah, the... that's the thing is when they go to check the replay, the replay, and and, and I mean it's like, oh look, well, I mean, are they getting out measuring sticks to say, oh, he's kind of in the way? Well, then you're also looking the at and... then the then you have the downside of what's their intention, the guy's intention. Well, you can't you can't do that on a replay. You can't yeah. see what their intention is. On well, the they do it in football all the time. I agree, and I hate that. Uh, my number three, considering baseball, DH role in baseball. I don't care if we're going to do a DH, but can you make it even? Or if we're just going to have pitcher's bat, which I kind of like wait, the pitcher's batting. Wait, 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 what, what? In baseball. But what do you mean by make it even? American League and National League should both have DH role. Oh, no. Or, no. no time out. Or both should have a pitcher bat. I mean, I think the DH... I have DH rule as my number one. Okay. Because I don't like the DH I don't care all. which one it is. But, I just want one of them. But I would rather have it split than have DH in the National League. I hate... I love having the pitcher bat because I like seeing that... What are you going to do when that guy comes up to bat? You know, yeah. blah, blah. I like that part. The DH rule is weird to me. But if you're going to do it, I'd rather have one unified thing. But then it is kind of unique. But I mean, I would, I like the fact that they're different leagues with different roles. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. I wish they'd get get away with interleague play again, go back to the way it used to be. I agree. It's not going to happen. I realize that. But don't fuck with the, my National League rules. So when Tampa is playing half their games in Tampa and half their games in Montreal, do bullshit. they switch the DH role? That's <laughs> bullshit. Well, what, no, Montreal would not. They would not become a National League I think team. they should. I think they should. <laughs> They should switch leagues when they're in the- and throw them in the division <laughs> temporarily <laughs> just to fuck it off. I think that's a great idea. Well, I mean, seriously, if you're going to take a fucking net ball, you know, a national, yeah, a major league baseball team and make them play it in a city 2,000 miles 50, away, 2,000 miles north. Just put a yeah. team in Montreal. They're going to do and it. You anyways. know what would really suck is for the players who sign contracts. Correct. Uh, to live in to Florida, live, to play in Florida with no tax. Uh, income tax, yeah, then to go, go to up Canada to Canada with pay all their those socialist <laughs> bullshit taxes. Hey, but at least they get cheap medication. My uh, that only helps if you're on medication. <laughs> well, you know how they do roofies up there. <laughs> well, it's uh, October, it's uh, October, September 30th. Tampa Bay is 12 games out of first place in the AL East. Good news is they're in Montreal this year, <laughs> this month. So uh, they're now in first place, three games up in the NL East. So congratulations. <laughs> they're ahead of the Braves. <laughs> <laughs> you made the playoffs. What? <laughs> um, Until next week, you're eliminated. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should just do each week. Just go fly back and forth. Let's do it that way. Uh, Number two for me is baseball managers wearing uniforms. I fucking hate that. Why are they wearing uniforms? Why not? 
Well, it started because they were the managers, were the players. And, I know. Yeah, and, and anyone and, on the field had to be in. And uniform. it's just as bad, yeah, exactly. In, and most of those managers are old retired players, anyway. If so. you're going to do that, I want football uh, yeah, coaches to wear their you don't equipment. Have to buy a yeah. new suit. I mean, come on, man, it's a perfect job. And that was the other. Well, thing I want pissed. football players to look, or football managers to at least look good, not this sloppy cutoff shit that uh, just Belichick because Belichick does. looks like the Sith. He can do I mean, what he wants. You're not allowed to wear a nice uh, suit and tie like... Uh, the San Francisco coach, uh, Nolan. Okay, I was going to go back to Dallas's old coach. Uh, Landry. Landry. Tom yeah. Landry. You're not allowed to look uh, professional like Tom Landry, but you can look like... Bill Belichick. That's the thing I don't like. Yeah, I don't like that either. A hobo. Yeah, we cut off (laughs) sleeves on a hoodie. (laughs) So yeah, I hate baseball managers wearing uniforms. I hate it so much. Uh, Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, Don Zimmer should not be wearing a uniform at ninety. Sorry, (laughs) you kind of got a point on that one. Uh, Why not a cute old? This one is in bowling. It was a role that I didn't even know existed Uh-oh. until I was bowling in a league. Oh, no. But there's a rule that you cannot switch what hand you bowl with once you start. If you're The bowling, whole game? The whole league. If you bowl huh? right-handed, you cannot throw a ball with your left hand during that league. Because it messes up everybody's handicap or something? I, I don't know why. Because somebody who couldn't throw the ball right-handed and left-handed felt like he was uh, out of his depth, so passed a rule. I don't know. But, yeah, we had somebody in the league that we were bowling mm-hmm. in, and I was the, like, uh, uh, what was a uh, Grand Poobah or whatever of the league. Yeah. Because we didn't want a president, so we voted a Grand Poobah. Uh, oh, no, wait, I was the bowling czar. Somebody else was the Grand Poobah before me. That's what it was. But uh, do they have it, jesters? Uh, sure. I uh, know the story bearer have a good ending. It doesn't. <laughs> but uh, so, so, well, somebody in our in oh, the yeah, league, like who was bowling left-handed, hurt his arm, and said something like, "Oh, he's going to have to miss several weeks because because he's out with an injury or whatever." And said something about, "Well, yeah, I know you can throw right-handed if would you." And he's like, "Well, the leagues, the, the rules don't let me do that." I'm like. What rules? I'm in charge of this league. I don't have any rules that say that. That was a good so, story. You know, in this I'm not day, done with my story. <laughs> in this, day, in this day and age, can we stop discriminating against ambidextrous people in bowling exactly. leagues? Exactly. And I mean, and for that matter, it goes to uh, in baseball. You know, there's uh, people who can throw both righty and lefty, and now the. They they make rules that you have to tell the batter which way you're going to pitch before the batter even comes to the plate. It's very anti Jim Abbott, and you can't switch. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm like <laughs> keep switching, switch, switch, switch. So I should be able to throw whatever hand I want to right. at any time. I love that you're adamant this much adamant about bowling and figure skating. Uh, what's your number two, Blake? I'm still adamant about soccer. Well, that's your god or European football. I hate PKs. I hate PKs, especially when you end an entire match on PKs. I say, and they're worried about player safety, fine. I say, remove all your starters and put all the players in that hadn't played yet and let them battle it out for the next 30 minutes. So at the end of regulation, you go through like, all right, I'll give you a 15-minute extra period. Then after that, the next 15, second 15-minute period, you got to put in all your bench players and take off all the starters. And keep going. What if people are hurt? You cart them off. 
But I'm just saying you're you're hurt. Your well, bench then, players then you're are gonna hurt. You're going to play down. You, okay. Some, then you're going to play down. Oh, that's my other rule. Oh, why don't you remove some players from the field? There you go. Yeah, every four minutes somebody else has somebody to come off. Somebody got to come field. off. Exactly. So by the end of the game, it's one on one. Goalie against soccer should be playing. Goalie against goalie, kicking the ball back and forth, <laughs> <laughs> running back and forth. Then I hate PKs because you know this is bullshit. Yeah, I, I will uh, say uh, Rapino did have a uh, good uh, good. Um, World Cup, and she did get the golden boot. But here's how I have, I have a I have a problem with this. She got the golden boot because of all our PKs that she got to take for the ladies' national team. But PKs should not count for golden boots. That's my other thing with PKs because if you miss a PK or you the goalie blocks your PK, it's ninety nine percent your fault. Oh yeah, you should. Uh, it should be ca- counted at least three times. Like everyone you miss. You need three makes to make up for it. Yeah. Wish I could. Oh, by PK, he means penalty kick, if no one figured that out. Because you never actually said penalty kick. Wish I could really care about this. What I mean is... You're the one that said you loved watching the World Cup. What I mean is PK is penalty kick. I don't want to hear Blake talk about soccer or anybody (laughs) talk about it. Penalty kick. I can go go back to talking about Uh, bowling. They have their own version of a Hobie Floppy for the best player that scores the most goals. That's called the uh, Golden Boot. I'm just show more, gold. Show some more chest hair over there. Uh, what's your number one? All right. Uh, speaking of number one, talk, speaking of overtimes, NFL overtime. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Can I just say it just sucks? Play the whole 15 minutes, yes. man. And if you're winning at the end, you win. If you're losing at the end, you lose. If you're tied at the end, you uh, tie. All right. Now you're fucking tied. I didn't know you could end it a tie. <laughs> Thanks, Donovan McNabb. Uh, what's your number? So I was about yeah. I was about to say, do you think they should do sudden death in soccer? As, as part of like the... a duel? I'll, I'm down for that. <laughs> Have the go. two best guys get guns and they do a duel. I like sudden death. Do it. Yes, you know what sudden death means. <laughs> I don't think I yes, need to you die instantly <laughs> from a gunshot. <laughs> I like duels because you said you don't like the the penalty. Penalty kicks. What about yeah. you know, for you know, first goal wins in a period. Golden goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can do that. Sure. Okay, but you don't want it in f- football. Oh, we are still kind of brainstorming here. So okay, that's fine. <laughs> but I know I don't want that in my American football. I want a full fifteen minutes of more manly. Not even American twelve football. minutes since they didn't they lower it to twelve minutes like a couple years ago the overtime. <sighs> no, I don't know. I thought it was fifteen. I think Welcome they lowered to soccer it. Talk, which is why it seems like we had a couple of more. Uh, more uh, we're talking football now, you idiot. Talking American football. You oh, I'm sorry, I got bored. <laughs> I zoned out. Like, like we had a bunch of ties. Uh, hell, it was your Browns that were tying. Uh, yeah. last year. I think exactly. It was the the, it's the crazy. they had less time in overtime. Yeah. Do you like the college version? I no, college it's horrible. <laughs> That's even what you know. I yeah. should. That I'm going to hobby it. I want to put NFL overtime <laughs> and college football overtime. I think they should do it. Well, Tom Brady had 82 <clears throat> touchdowns today. <laughs> because why? You're on the 20. Yeah, exactly. It's seven thousand yards of offense. I always like when they do. Well, this college quarterback had 12 touchdowns today. Those don't count. Six of them were in overtime. Yeah. Uh, oh, and if you're in overtime, you can't take a uh, point after kick. You got to go for two. How's oh, that? there you there go. You. Jeff, what's your number one? My number one is the DH. Uh, my number one is the catch rule in the NFL. I don't know what it is anymore. I don't know what a fucking catch is in the NFL. I don't think the NFL knows what a catch is either. Well, you, you know how you can guarantee you, you know, they'll call mm-hmm. it a catch? 
hold on to the fucking ball. There you go. Yeah. If you don't drop the ball, then there's no uh, yeah, debate. There's no problem. Yeah. You know, that's that will solve it right there. Exactly. Des Bryant it doesn't matter if he would have held on to the ball. That's correct. You got a lot but, of you know, anger but that is kind of discriminatory against receivers because running backs, all they have to do is put the ball over the plane, and then they can drop it. But they have to have control of the ball when it crosses the plane, though. Yeah, well, technically, when he first catches the ball, he's got control of it. Now, when you fall down yeah. and jump up and drop the ball... <laughs> anyway, I'm so confused. <laughs> honorable mention to anyone? Uh, the honorable mention I, I have honorable is not mentions. necessarily the rule, but the lack of enforcing the rule... Mm-hmm. In the NBA, the uh, traveling and or palming. I thought about that, too. Oh, my God. That is so horrible. Especially when you see the replays like Steph Curry taking five steps to the side. It's like, I understand, you know, these guys are big and strong and fast, but you can pretty much, you should be able to at least count. Okay, he's not dribbling (laughs) the ball now. Exactly. That's four steps. I think that should be, like, he didn't dribble the ball within the three-point arc, yet he still was able to get a dunk. Yeah. Uh, I know he's tall, but he doesn't have that long of a stride that he can do that in one step. I had the thing that Jim said last week, the timeouts. You should not have written down. Yeah, yeah. you should not have seven timeouts in basketball or whatever it is. It's ridiculous. My two two basketball things, the NBA is, uh, yes, I agree with that. The the, the timeout with the half court that Jim talked about last week. Yeah. And the collegiate... Possession arrow. Still away with it. Make them jump, man. I like that. Too. Well, and you know what? Well, they, they have the possession arrow everywhere now, don't they? That's in the, the NBA, NBA, too. What? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. I think no, no. I, we, I was talking about this at work today uh, when we were discussing this top 10. And I'm like, I remember in grade school, halfway through grade school, we started using the possession arrow. Yeah. Like, as fourth graders and fifth graders we were doing jump balls but it's like sixth grade they started with possession arrow on as someone who never won a jump ball thought that was one of the stupidest things i've ever heard <laughs> i did uh and you know what uh substitutions in basketball you know what make it or uh, make it like the uh, hockey if you have the possession live action the ball, substitution yeah, you come yeah. in screw this check in and check out thing because you're not going to abuse it to the point because you're going to still have your best five guys out there most of the time mm. And if they need to rest, have them go out and no, come back I'm, in. I'm fine with a substitution at a stoppage of the play. No, I like that. Well, you can do it at stoppage. I think you should be able to no, do no. it live action. But yeah. I like the live action. I think you know what? Cool. There's so much stoppage in play at basketball. You can do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, and the other complaining about the rules, all the fouling that they're allowed to do at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I think they need to prove to me that their foul was not an intentional foul and they were actually going for the ball. Go straight for if you If you just grab the guy from behind, yeah. that should be an intentional That's foul. Intentional. Hey, guys! I'm trying to foul him. The reason you're fouling him is to foul him, not to steal the ball. Correct. If you're trying to steal the ball, okay, and you at fouled least, him. Yeah, at least hack it better. Yeah, at least, at least do better acting. So, um, Like the floppers in soccer. <laughs> you know, if you stop the clock... A lot of that would go away, too. Anyways, we have some listener feedback. Quidditch. Heno. Quidditch. Heno. Oh, every roll of Quidditch. I didn't yeah. think of Quidditch. That's oh, right. we're not talking about fake sports. Rollerball. <laughs> yeah, yes. Heno. Uh, Heno. Pinch hitter. The pinch runner. The fair catch. 30-yard kickoff roll. And any rule protecting the quarterback. If you can't run or hit, you shouldn't be playing fo- uh, playing football. Uh, it should be freaking... Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't be playing, and football should be freaking scary. Is what he says. See, I thought he was going for a humor thing. You said pinch runner, pinch hitter. Then I was like, what? 
ass pinching, pinch asser. Yes. Pinch a- mm. No. Bleep me, Heno. <laughs> uh, from Pittsburgh Nerd, <laughs> icing and hockey, uh, baseball managers in uniforms. There you go, Sean. The one shell rule for helmets in the NFL, the one foot down in college football, and the DH in baseball. I agree with the one foot down. Yeah, make it two feet. I'm not make against it tough. two icing. feet or one butt or one hand. But I don't like, I suppose they just automatic. went to the automatic icing. Yeah. One I, knee. Uh, I mean, there, there is a point for icing, and I understand it. Yeah. I mean, you just. But I hate the automatic. Uh, number uh, From Stork, Episodic Geek. DH and MLB, baseball. No hitting in football. Uh, NASCAR even existing. That's for Kevin at Cincy Explorer. Good call. NCAA conferences not geographically based. And every, number one, every major sport not expanding their field dimensions to make up for today's athletes, including hoop height in the NBA, net size in the NHL, etc. Size of the puck? The puck should get bigger, huh? Yeah. That so would be awesome. Slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin has since the Explorer response, number five. NFL. And the goalie needs a smaller mitt. <laughs> Just put the walrus in from the commercial. You know what? The goalie should have a regular stick. Fuck this extra wide stick <laughs> yeah. shit. You know what? I, I also don't like rules that change depending on, you know, the position you play. You get different rules. Yeah. Like everybody on the field should play under the same rules. Yeah, That's the right. catcher should get no equipment. Exactly. <laughs> no, everyone should be allowed to have equipment if they wish. John Oru did at first. He did. <laughs> You know, I used to play with the guy that played first base with a helmet. Ricky yeah, that Anderson, me. that's me. Yeah, that was me, Ricky. <laughs> I played with you in New York and Seattle and Toronto. <laughs> uh, no, Kevin had lead driver controls to restart at NASCAR. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what the hell is that? NFL overtime. Enough said. Good job. MLB all-star game winner gets World Series home field advantage. They got rid of that. That's bullshit. Did they? Three years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they see, I didn't know that. I didn't the know All-Star that. Games tonight, and I had no clue. I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah no, they got, yeah, they got rid of that. Replaying all sports. And no, I disagree with that. NFL limiting TD ce- celebrations. Who cares? Like, yeah, who cares if they want to celebrate? Let them me, I care. I don't want them to have fun. Fuck them. Doctor number one. fun. Doctor number one <laughs> says, refs not constantly counting to ten when guys are out of the wrestling ring. Good call. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> You know, that brings me to the time when you have a falls count anywhere match, but then you stop counting because the guy's leg is under the rope. <laughs> and, and then the guy ends up, somebody else ends up winning when he's pinned down backstage. Well, maybe <sighs> they should get smarter refs. <laughs> maybe they should. NCA allowing some schools to pay athletes. Why does Arizona Sean Miller still have a job? <laughs> Number one, making all the cars at the same, making all of the cars the same in NASCAR. It's racing, but you're not allowed to go as fast as you can. It's communism. Everyone has to be equal. Uh, actually, they, they have to keep a limit on that, or else the cars are going to fly off the track. Well, yeah, but like the, they are trying to make all the cars the same. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. They're, they're, they're limiting I your say, car because the other guy's car make is it, good enough. Make it a better Chevy, Ford, Toyota competition, and make it a better team competition between the teams. What can you do to X out, you know, squeak out that extra RPM? But and find a way to make it not boring. <laughs> yeah. Meow. <laughs> You know, the, let them have more fist fights Meow. after the race. Was that a cat driving? Yep. <laughs> Meow. Meow. Turn left. Meow. Turn left. Meow. Turn left. 
Turn left. Yeah. Turn, turn right. Left. Turn right. Oh, oh that's Formula One. One. No. That's Formula One. Oh. <laughs> ah, I'm the Human Torch now. No, that's part. Uh, of, that's, that's part of the thing about Formula One too. Is like what they should give you. It used to be, and Ferrari got so good at it, they were just dominating everybody because they're throwing all this money at it. So the Formula One has actually diminished because they're making everybody exactly the same instead of giving you parameters. Like you, have, you can have your car weight between this and this. You can have yeah. this or this. You know, now it's, everything's got to be now exactly exact, the same, yeah. and it's fucking boring. I mean, even Fortune Fire gives you parameters for your blades. Yeah. You know, it's got to be between 11 and 13 inches. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Not saying it's got to be exactly 12. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number 521, Rollerball. <laughs> Out of all the bad ideas we mentioned, you keep Rollerball. Uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Ready? Uh, yeah, we're recording. Oh, I didn't we're know we were recording. recording. when you yelled, Hetty. Hetty. <laughs> uh, I, I counted down. I had three. I had three. I, uh, I have, it's a tugboat. <laughs> it's a tugboat. Slipping and a sliding. It's fine. It's fine. I like that it's fine. I had turn left. I had tugboat. <laughs> And I had the man from Nantucket. <laughs> Kevin Spacey and the man from Nantucket. No, no, no. <laughs> I think people will know which man from Nantucket that we're talking about. Nantucket's tough to spell. No, it isn't. It's spelled like it's pronounced. N-A-T-K-V-2-V-9. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Is yes. there a niner in there? T. So which one are we doing? I don't care. Blake, you pick. Uh, Man from Nantucket. It's, it's fine. It's a tugboat. It's fine. What else did you have? I didn't slipping like in a slipping sliding. sliding. Uh, I didn't like that one yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, it's not. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Blake was slipping and sliding with somebody. Uh, Elizabeth Banks. Um, oh. I do like the tugboat. But I like the Man from Nantucket. Or you can go with no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. So the man from Nantucket it is. The man from Nantucket wins. Change approved. Bing. (laughs) You've been listening to Hobie.